All right, let's get this going. <laughs> oh, shit, I thought we were recording already. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, all right, everybody, welcome to an all-new episode of Figure It Out. Um, this is the show where we will be breaking down our thoughts on, you know, figures from the past, present, future uh, that we enjoy as we break down different topics uh, along the way also. Uh, welcoming to this episode, uh, Joel. what's going on, Joel? What's going on, fellas? I love that. I can't, I mean, I've been over your house a million times, but I still see that, those posters behind you, and I'm just like, I, I love oh. <laughs> I love them so oh, more, much. Yeah. I got them around. <laughs> I would say the best one is definitely your your BVS one. Like, that was, that was, that one is just, oof, such a classic. Yeah. Um, But also, my running mate, Pete, what's going on, Pete? What's up, buddy? What's going on? Happy to be here. Absolutely. I am really excited to talk toys um jd will be joining us no one freak out <laughs> he will be right back in a uh, little bit of technical issues but he'll be right back in uh so we're gonna get this kicked off uh we're gonna start with talking about our favorite figures from when we were growing up um i'll kick this off here when i was growing up i don't remember there being really like big time toys like to me it was the Beast Wars Transformers were big uh, around that time. Really, McDonald's, their Happy Meal toys were hitting. They were slapping. Uh, so it's just like, did you get the toy from McDonald's? Yeah, I got it. All right, all right, you know. Um, but I would say my favorite was definitely anything that came out around Phantom Menace, uh, Star Wars-wise. Uh, anything Darth Maul. Anything Darth Maul that came out. I, we had a piggy bank. Uh, a dual piggy bank so it was obi-wan on one side and darth maul on the other and each time you put a coin in they would activate and start fighting uh-huh. um, with the duel of fates that would that would play in the background i i easily ran that thing out like <laughs> within like a month um but that was definitely one of my favorites <laughs> also very weirdly two toys were my all-time favorite one of them makes me a hypocrite the other one is just weird. So the weird one was my aunt had bought the mystery machine set. Yeah. <laughs> um, JD, I'm gonna go right to you after after I finish. I'm gonna go right to you. Um, <laughs> my aunt bought this mystery machine set. So it was the van, and it came with the the whole team: Scooby, Shaggy, Fred, Velma, uh, Daphne. Um, and I, I love that shit. Like, I love that they were fully posable. You know, you could open the van from the two doors, the sliding door, and then in the back. Um, so I love that. But the other one that makes me a hypocrite was, and <laughs> Joel made fun of me about it. Um, my mom, one year, when I was like eight or nine, maybe, bought me a Legend of Zelda pack. Um, it was fully, uh, fully posable. Um, Link came with a horse and a sword and a shield, and it was whatever the bad guy's name is. I, I, I Ganondorf. Ganondorf, yeah. Yes, um, I cherish that. I, I had that for forever till I moved up to New Jersey. Um, but the reason why I said it makes me a hypocrite was I didn't know who the fuck those characters were. I've I'd <laughs> never played any of the games, so I'm just like, oh, these look really cool. Um, and I remember. <laughs> I went through all of my life not having any idea who the hell any of them were. Um, but those are my definitely two biggest prized possessions, the Legend of Zelda two-pack set and then the Mystery Machine that came with the whole team. So 
those are definitely the two ones, the two biggest ones for me. I was saying, JD, how mid to late 90s was really, you know, me me growing up. And it just wasn't, to me, that I know of, any real big toys that really came out um, around that point that I knew of. Um, so, you know, things like that Zelda pack and the mystery machine is what caught me, you know, I, in McDonald's, whatever their Happy Meal toys were is what caught me. Um, but JD, we lost you as you were breaking down your Captain America point. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to welcome you and I want Thank you to go into Thank um, you. your introduction to your favorite figures and then your, your Captain America story. Okay. Uh, so should I start? Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, I'm a bit older than everybody else here on the uh, panel. And growing up, one of my favorite toys was uh, this inflatable Rage Cage Hulk action figure. Um, had a little nozzle on the back where you could pump air into him. And, you know, you, you apply a straight jacket to him. And as he fills up, he busts through the straight jacket and he busts through the cage. Um, I'm not sure if they were along with this line, but there was a a stiff Captain America figure with his, his arms straight up and you wound, uh, you wound up his shield. And that was the only moving part on the whole figure. And then the Spider-Man from that um, era, again, he was a, a big stiff Spider-Man, but he had a, a light that shined out of his belt and you were able to attach him to a, a helicopter. So those were really big for me when I was a kid. Um, I mean, early, early on, those were early eighties figures and stuff like that. Um, but in the, the mid eighties, one of the best lines that came out was uh, Kenner's superpowers line. And if anybody remembers the Kenner superpowers line, you had figures like Superman, Batman, Batmobile, sure Pete has them, right? They all had action fit action features. You know, you had Wonder Woman. You had a uh, uh, Green Lantern, right? Uh, I don't know if these were the first, representations of these figures because Mego did a lot of superhero figures. They had both the uh, DC and Marvel lines. But in parallel, coming out at the same time as those Kenner Superpowers figures were the uh, the Secret Wars line. So Marvel had a tie-in comic and uh, you had Spider-Man and Wolverine. You had uh, Doctor Doom. And honestly, they had the best, they had one of the best play sets, which was the Tower of Doom. Um, back then, I, I don't think you were paying more than 10 bucks for this uh, this play set. And, and, you know, the figures were like two or three bucks each. Um, and each one came with a, a shield that had a lenticular image that would change as you uh, change your perspective on the shield. So those two lines were really huge uh, for me in the superhero uh arena but other than that um i was a gi joe kid and and if you grew up in the 80s joe was you were either joe or transformers uh some people were both but not everybody could afford both gi joe was the line you know you had um i, I think by the end of it maybe 500 releases of these figures and you know you had some units like like that very first couple of commander sold over 200,000 figures so the people that bought into that had to go somewhere, you know? Yeah. Did you ever have any uh, of the vehicles, uh, JD, for G.I. Joe? Yes, 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 yes. Um, growing up, growing up, um, you know, I had the, the small things that you can afford, like the, the Polar Battle Bear, which was a, a, 
a ski sled, you know, with tracks on the back of it, Cobra Fang. Um, there was a really cool G.I. Joe Cobra hang glider, which was pretty much foam core with some, some hard plastic tips on the end of it to give it some weight, but you can actually attach the figure to it and just toss them across the lawn. If you had a, you had that, I had the Cobra Rattler, the Sky Striker. Um, that name plays big with me because one of the characters that I, uh, well, one of the characters I, I, I uh, developed in the line of comics I write, his name is Star Striker. So his name is an evolution of, of that thing that grew up. Um, it wasn't until I guess eBay came out that I was able to buy some of the bigger things that I never really got a hand of. Like the first um, G.I. Joe headquarters, you know, the terror drones, stuff like that. Um, but I, I got lucky. No, I did. I did have quite a few vehicles. I had the Tomahawk, which was a double bladed helicopter. Um, the mobile command center, which was that three level tank. So I, I got lucky. Um, I got lucky with being able to get vehicles. Yeah, yeah I, I asked that because the only vehicle I ever had as a kid growing up uh, was when that animated Ninja Turtles movie came out. Okay. Um, the uh, whatever they called it, the the truck or whatever that Donatello built. That was okay. Party wagon. Ever... Say it again, Pete. Party wagon. Yes, that was the first time I had ever had a vehicle, and I remember that thing was massive and you could fit the the turtles in there and it was like room for them to do whatever inside of it um i held that thing dear and then i remember i blinked and then it was just gone <laughs> like i don't i don't know what happened to that thing um but yeah i didn't have many vehicles so i was just curious um so that that's really dope i, I now collect all the vehicles i possibly can to make up for it but i don't uh, got space I wish <laughs> <laughs> I barely have space now. Like I just started this very weirdly just started this power Rangers kick. So I okay. like six. I have two more on the way of the okay. lightning, uh, the lightning collection. Oh, the Hasbro stuff. They're great. Yes. Love yeah, that. that they yeah. just, that they, um, like I got three of the SPD. I got Lord Zed. I got, um, uh, what was Lord Zed's henchman? Uh, Goldar. I got Goldar. Okay. Uh, I have two Dino Thunder Rangers coming. Um, so I've been on a weird kick with that. I don't know why. I just I, I think uh, Trayvon that joined um, our Marvel Cinematic Review show, he's big uh, into Power Rangers, and he mentioned it once, and I was just like, yeah, I haven't thought about Power Rangers in forever. <laughs> so very stupidly of me, I logged into Amazon, and then I just I blacked out, and then I woke up, and it was just eight boxes here. Um, but... <laughs> Pete, um, what was your favorites when you were growing up? I mean, I was a huge He-Man fan. That was probably like the, the yeah. collection that I started with. And, you know, you, you play with your friends and everything. And I had like the most figures. I had a couple of the, the He-Man vehicles. Not, not too many. I had like the, the Dragon Walker. I had uh, the castles. But like He-Man, He-Man was my guy. Ah, oh, Battle Cat. I still got my original Battle Cats. One of the only... <laughs> yep. Yep. And my original He-Man. But like I would never share He-Man with my friends. Like, y'all could be anybody you want. I'm He-Man. And that was that was the rule that I made up at the time. <laughs> and I held true to it. But uh, you know, going for I mean, I was into all of the toys in the 80s, Transformers, uh Thundercats and everything, but I really I hit home with G.I. Joe just like Jay did. And like if there was a figure out, I got it. 
I made sure I got it, except for I started late. So I missed the initial 12 Joes. So I had to get those largely through flag points, like buying the new guys and then mailing away for the stuff. Uh, and I was able to find everybody except Scarlet and Snake Eyes. And that, those guys did not come until the, days, the later days of eBay. Yeah. But probably my, my favorite figures, once I got a hold of it, was the 1984 Snake Eyes. I bought them from a friend in school for five bucks. And I was thrilled. I still have them to this day. He's got no, you know, bleh. Uh, he's got no O-ring, which at some point I have to learn how to replace. But that's know. easy. Home Depot. I, I heard, yeah. I, I don't know. I've never done it myself, but uh, I've had a few friends tell me, like, yeah, no. Once you get used to it, it's it's real simple. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm hoping that that's the case. Or I, you could go to smalljoes.com and they sell repair kits. Yes, yes. My friend sent me a link to that. As a matter of fact, it's fun. Like you know, I I've gotten more into toys. I just I guess in the last year turning 40 i kind of had like a little bit of a midlife crisis and everything so uh <laughs> i i went a little crazy like just reliving my youth like i'm i'm just gonna get free comics at the moment i'm, I'm into toys yeah. right now but i think like i had a lot of vehicles for gi joe i was very blessed in, in that regard but again i didn't have you know i missed the sky striker i missed the Terradrome, mm -hmm. all of them original ones so i had like the next ones i had the conquest i had one of my the favorite one was the the cobra raven the, the night raven yes blackbird oh god yes. i love that plane yes and later i just on, wish I, you were able to fit more than two people in the cockpit right seriously yeah but i mean do you fit more than two people in the, in that plane to begin with i don't even know yeah the x-men do well, yeah, well, okay, that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And then, I'm like, they fit a team, whole team in there for X-Men. They did. <laughs> yeah. And, all right, so so the X-Men had the, the G.I. Joe Night Raven, right? The Blackbird. Mm. But, uh, Pete, do you remember the, the space shuttle? For, the Defiant. Um, the Defiant. Okay, so the Defiant was three different space shuttles, right? There was, a, there was the, the trailer, uh -huh. there was the base piece, and then there was the one that looked like a plane, like a big, fat plane, right? Right. And that, that was like the booster and then the shuttle attached to the top of that. Yes, which was the, the Night Raven's little mini plane was attached to that. Uh -huh. But you ever realize, you ever notice how that looked like um, the Avengers Quinjet? You know, I, I didn't at the time, but now that you mention it, yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. It does a little bit. <laughs> Thinking about yeah. it. You know what? Yeah. Uh, one that you didn't mention, I don't know. I wonder if you had it, Jay, was Rolling Thunder. The one with the two big ICBMs no. came out of the bottom. No, no, I keep looking at that. Dude, so somebody was selling it for like a buck eighty locally. That's I was like, oh, That's crazy. I, I know, I know, I know. I but me and the missus. Oh, you, you blame me. Just tell her I said it was okay. <laughs> Bro, I want to get the USS flag so bad. Oh and she's man. like, not gonna happen. Do you see these people like making custom levels to that? Like they're just making double. Le oh God, it's beautiful. Yes, it's beautiful. Did you ever see the guy that made it float? Yes, yes. It God finally floated after all these years. Yes. I will say though, Pete, about your pick of GI Joe. One compliment I'll give GI Joe is no matter what what era you pick of GI Joe toys. They always have some of the best accessories for their figures. True. Uh, like, they never fail on that. They, they never do. I remember that animated movie I was telling you guys about, uh, Valor, Valor or Venom. Valor versus, Valor versus Venom, yeah. I, because, um, you know, didn't have much. So I was blessed that the Dollar General uh, up the street from where I live were selling that whole line 
for like two or three dollars at the at the dollar store. Wow. So really? you know, begging my nice. mom like, you know, get a few, like get a few while we're here. And she was like, just two. So you know what my two were. Give me Storm Shadow. Give me Snake Eyes. And nice. I'm good. I, you won't hear from me. Um, so I remember- Those were the last of the Hasbro O-Rings, Juan. Yes. Yep. Yeah. After but that, like they moved said, to the 25th anniversary body. I will say this, this one thing, though. That Storm Shadow, I didn't like his swords. It was the long hooked sword. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I didn't like his that. face. Yeah. I didn't like how they printed the, the snake right over his mask. That, right. that didn't work for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I'm with, but I did like how many like um proteges snake eyes had in that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh that's yeah. pretty dope. Um, hopefully we we see a snake eyes universe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully like his Robins. <laughs> like his and Robins. are coming soon, man. And you know, um G.I. Joe was one of the first really big diversified toy lines yes there was you know what i mean it was somebody for everybody so many dude it was multi-ethnic you know and and all you had to do was read the back of the card to find out if somebody was was from whatever whatever ethnic origin they that they were and that was i i love that stuff you know i will say gi joe did that with putting the descriptions on the back but another toy line i did a really good job with that was I don't remember the exact toy line, forgive me, but there was a Marvel Universe uh, set where it came with an envelope, and in the envelope was like an ID card, along yeah. with like Nick Fury trying to recruit yeah. recruit the you. Early, the early um, website, the ver- the very early Marvel uh, um three some three uh some five figures. They they, yeah. they had that stuff. It's where I got my uh my Silver Surfer from. Uh, was from that line and and I loved it because you know not everyone reads the comics front and back you know so getting those cards you know especially when you're young you're like oh Human Torch and his name's Johnny Storm okay you know like especially for characters that you maybe never heard of before Um, so I really respected Marvel for doing that like that that really helped people you know so this was the the uh, the Wolverine and that first wave that came out that you're talking about Um, such a great yeah I, yeah, I so will... they, uh... Go ahead, JD. No, no, they, you know, they, they did away with those file cards. I think after wave number three, wave number four, and you knew the, each different wave because it went from Nick Fury to um, to when um, uh, the Green Goblin Norman Osborn was um, you know, running running Shield. So it went yeah. from Shield to Hammer icons on there. So that was really cool. The two packs didn't have any of those file cards. Not at all. Not even a little bit. But I love that figure you you put up. That's one thing I do want them to experiment with. Not only do we deserve a Wolverine in a costume that's not looking like a biker, um, but I want them to experiment with different costumes. Like, you know, when when he's out on on certain missions, you know, wear that, you know? Yeah, that was his X-Force costume. I love yeah, it. we need that custom uh, blue and yellow for sure. There's there's no way around that. Don't don't mm-hmm. give me another Wolverine that doesn't have that. I will not mm-hmm. accept it. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> uh, but Joel, who I'm sure feels the same way, uh, what were some of your favorite toys growing up? Oh well, I just I I grew up. I was born '85, so like I just missed GI Joe and Transformers past that. So I never really got into them. Transformers I liked, but I, again I like. The Beast Wars Transformers. That's what I grew up with. So really, my first toys were Ghostbusters. Like I had the Firehouse, I had the Ecto One, I had the 
pack. I had the little goo. I remember I had this funny story that I had the, it was a slime. So you had the little slime bottles and shit. And then I remember opening it and playing with it. And at the bottom, there's actually like a ghost. I didn't know that. It freaked me the fuck out that there was something at the bottom. <laughs> of um, but that was cool. That was one of those cool things. But the ghost buzz were like my first toy wave where I used to do get whatever I could get. And then after that, obviously I grew into the Ninja Turtles. I fucking love the Ninja Turtles. So I had the, like the turtle, the turtle van. I had the sword. I had the bus when they were rock stars. The rock, like that shit was dope. <laughs> the, that, the rock star bus was, the, I mean, that was one of like the coolest vehicles I had. I don't know why, but not that I actually liked them rocking out, but I did love their bus. Um, uh, what else did I have? Um, I had the pizza thrower. The fucking looked like a tank. Shit was cool as hell. I had yeah, the pizza cool. <laughs> Um, so the Ninja Turtles, I had a lot of Ninja Turtles, like different types of Ninja Turtle toys, and uh, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but I, I, I like the head flipping ones, the ones that you squished it, a whole bunch of weird, weird toys that the Ninja Turtles had, and a whole bunch of different cool characters they had too. But uh, so I was really big in the Ninja Turtles, and really, then after that, around the same time, it was like I, I had bought Batman stuff, so like Batman 89 toys, I had like this gold Batman. I had the, the the animated series Batmobile, Batwing. Um, I had the. I even had the bat. I forget what they called it, but it was the the thing he used in Batman and Robin, they used ice skating on the big ass battle. That weird shit. I had that. That was cool too. <laughs> so I, I didn't have. I, and I also got the um, the Blackbird from the X Men. That was one of my favorite toys too. Was the X Men Blackbird that shot missiles and you open the Toy Biz one, right? The early yes. Toy Biz one. Yeah, I remember yeah. getting that shit for Christmas. That was one of the coolest things there because it was big, it was a big ass box. So it was really cool to get the Blackbird. Um, how many? I, how many figures fit in there? Oh, I don't remember. Um, honestly, I don't remember because like I don't even know if you could sit like they could sit in them because I just maybe you could sit one person. It wasn't a lot. I know you couldn't fit a lot of people. So um, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, that Blackbird along with the ship from Justice League Unlimited. It just wasn't mm. made for multiple figures. So the ship for Justice League Unlimited, you could fit a pilot because the middle yeah. could come apart. Right, exactly. Um, so I do remember a lot of those vehicles. I'd say more so the 2000s on, they started developing more vehicles that could fit more than one person in it. <laughs> but I feel like from the 90s backwards, it was kind of just like one and you'd be happy we have it that one gets right. in there. Right. Exactly. Uh, it was just like, all right, okay. <laughs> like, I, Pete, do you remember the first uh, Thunder Tank? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never got my hands on it, but you could only fit two figures in there. Panther was a driver. And somebody on the guns in the back. Yeah. That was it. Always yeah. <laughs> enough me. <laughs> I got the Super 7 one on pre-order. I cannot wait for this. I, God bless you. God, that's a fight I don't want to start with the missus, bro. <laughs> Again, just blame me, man. I said you crickets. That I can't. I can just keep going downhill here. I'm Joel, I Maybe I'm going over you. Pete's house to play. I can see that. <laughs> right? <laughs> Joel, I have to ask you, knowing how much of a Spider-Man fan are, uh, you didn't have any Spider-Man figures? I did, but it, they were. I didn't have like anything that went with it. That's why I had like a really flexible Spider-Man toy. Like, I swear to God, every joint was movable. I forget what that was, but it was one of my favorite ones because he, he can bend any, any way I want it. It was pretty cool. Every joint had, like, a, was, like, flexible. It was crazy. Was uh, was that um the a cartoon or the early Toy Biz versions? It, it was, was a Toy Biz it, one, I think, right? It wasn't a cartoon one. I know it was a couple Okay, of so the Spider-Man classics. 
Probably. So before before Marvel Legends, uh, um, yeah. Spider Man had two waves, and one of them was like like multi. Yeah, every every damn joint can move. Yeah. It's pretty. Nice. And I had a two, there were two good flexible ones like that, and I, I remember the early one was like really based on the the Toy Biz line, and then I got one that was a little bit more hyper detailed in the costume and everything. But yeah, those were both fantastic figures. They were awesome. I love that toy. Um, and then I had a Wolverine toy. But it, it was he was the opposite. He couldn't bend for shit. Only thing he did, his claws would come out. Like he used to be able to hide his claws. Right. He would like pull it back and then like hook it so it doesn't come out. And then you could just flip them out. And his mask. Off. He had them straight arms. And yes. was, yeah. And his mask would come right off. You could pull it off, put it on, whatever. He was, and it was the tan costume. You I will say ring too. They, yes, they yes, it did. <laughs> I will say you were lucky in that Spider-Man figure, Joel. The only Spider-Man figure I had as a kid was, I believe it came from McDonald's or Burger King. It was from the animated series, so it was his arms would stick stick out like this. Mm. You could put them down, but when you put one of them down, the head would flip, and it would be half Peter Parker, half oh, Spider-Man, but the hand <laughs> was holding a camera. Yeah, and I was just like, "You don't bend. I don't like this. <laughs> like, like, I don't like. I don't like that. I can't make you do stuff. Like, I don't like any of this. Um, it's why I'm a big fan of the way they make figures now, to where like, especially wrestling figures, they make them now where it comes with multiple heads, multiple hands, multiple arms. I like that because you know sometimes the face you give them is just like so terrifying. I want to swap it. You know, get rid of that." Move that and let me put something else there. And it's super flexible. Um, I need them to be bendable and like, you know, if I want to put them in poses, like don't just give me this where it's like, all right, that's all I got. Um, but, you know, it just, it speaks to times and how they've changed and how spoiled kids are today. <laughs> yeah. Like if we go back to that Spider-Man animated series line, uh, one of the best figures that came out of that line was the Spider-Man, um, uh, the spot. No, oh my God. The Spider-Man doppelganger. You guys remember that? With the six mm -hmm. arms? The six arms, yes. He wasn't oh. super posable, but he had a great sculpt to him. Mm -hmm. And he was already hunched over. Mm -hmm. So he was pretty much, you know, you leave him where he is and, and you know he's not going to tip over. Mm -hmm. You don't get that with the figures you get today, you know, with the multiple hands and the multiple heads and stuff like that. And all those joints, all those joints over time, Yes, it leads to posability, but it also leads to weak joints, and and not a lot of those figures can stand up without a without a stand or a base of some sort. By That's the way, cool. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm going to try to see if I can show it to you on my phone. They just released these. They're yeah. the uh, Spider-Man animated series figures. Uh, they're six inch, JD, mm -hmm. fully posable, yep. but they're based off the cartoon. And the reason I love it is like the the photo I was showing you is of um, Black Cat. Comes with a little cat and the whip. Um, but that line is so good. There's a Peter yep. Parker, comes with the camera, you know. The split face out. one, right? Yes. And yep. then there's yep. a, they actually have, and this is where my mind blew. They have the Daredevil from Spider-Man, the animated series. Mm. Um, and I, just, I love this line <laughs> so much, man. Um, I wish I didn't dive down that Power Rangers hole. <laughs> I wish I went. <laughs> With Spider-Man, uh, the Spider-Man line. But make sure you guys definitely check that out. It's dope line, fully posable, six inch. Um, and it's really, really, really cool line. I don't really hear anyone talking about. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like we all 
feel as though our age of toys were just better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on your price tag now. I mean, well, there's, sure. there's a for lot sure. of great toys out there, but they're dough. Like, yeah. Mafex does ridiculous sculpts. <laughs> I, I want that, JD. I saw that. See, listen, JD. <laughs> You are the reason why after every Tuesday I go shopping, okay? This is, you are the reason. This is, a, I can't say it's a, a, a comic book accurate Iron Monger. Right. But that Iron Man line from that first Iron Man movie was amazing. The detail on this bad boy. I mean, look at the sculpt on his back. Look at the sculpt on the, on the you know, on the soles of the feet and stuff like that. Mm. You know, you had, you had great stuff from that line. You had him. That's you details a, that are usually left out of things like you know back sculpts and feet and things. Yep. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So to give that detail, you know, uh, he's not the only one like that. Crimson Dynamo that also came out of that line. You know, you got, you got all the etches where it looks like the suit is just panels on top of panels. Really great figures, man. That that first wave of Iron Man figures is um, was awesome. You know, you had the guardsmen. Who are, the name I was forgetting a uh, lot of time, and they were like the shield version of Iron Man, very weak armor. Mm-hmm. Um, Titanium Man, you know, you have Whiplash come out of that. Um, really great stuff, man. Really great stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, by the way, Joel, completely random, but I just saw this. Uh, Cobra Kai has a video game out on Switch. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. I didn't, I just saw it. So I added it to my, um, my wish list on Amazon. Please tell me, like, does it look like the cheesy kung fu game from back in the day? It does. It does a little bit, but I think I think that's the I think uh, that's the plan. Like they they wanted it to be kind of like real. Like I just I just I was just kind of joking around. But if that's if that's legit, actually that's awesome. I don't know if it's kung fu, but it definitely has old school graphics. Oh, that's awesome! Yes, it's old school graphics for sure. Yes, a hundred percent. I just think like, like the whole thing's based on kind of like you know an '80s property. I just right. It's an '80s. I, that's a screen cap of of it a little bit. It's hard to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So blind. Um, then that to the group the group message though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got you for sure. But all right, let's move on to our next topic. And our next topic is, and this one I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with. This one is. What non-A-lister, Marvel or DC, character would we like to see them use in a movie or a show can't be someone that's already greenlit? For example, if it wasn't already greenlit, I would have run to saying Blue Beetle. You guys know what my love for Blue Beetle is, but it's already been greenlit. Um, I have a question on that note because I couldn't remember uh, and I didn't have time to Google it, unfortunately, but... Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't there a question TV show or something like on its way? No, Kevin Smith said he wanted to do that a while ago, but it just it, it never gained any traction. So that would work if that's who you wanted to go with. That's pretty much my answer. Yeah. Yeah. Then I'll, I'll let you start then since you have yours. Yeah, go ahead and kick it off then, Pete. I I just always dug them characters, the question and the fifth yeah. stranger. Like they don't, I find they don't get enough play, like, you know, in regular comics. And I just feel like a, you know, there's plenty of cop shows you you could throw a friggin nickel at a channel and you're finding a cop show somewhere whether yeah. it's uh ncis or something or on order uh, 
uh, yeah, Law and Order. There's nine thousand of those. There's Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Sanitation. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a cool and Gotham. Gotham started out this way, and I said this to my friends, like. They're going to ruin this show in about two or three years because they're going to try to do too much Batman shit instead of keeping the show the way it was when it was cool, which was just a police force trying to deal with the corruption of Gotham City. And right. it'll have a, like a, the, a question show like that, like a just kind of city noir type of thing. I think it would be really interesting. No real superpowers except for the fact that I think he's like psychic or some shit. I don't even know what he does. Nothing. And you could even bring the girl in when Renee Montoya became the question. I don't care. I'm amenable to that. Just as long as it's not Rosie Perez, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I will say, the spooky brothers. I, I will say I love that, Pete. I had always had Carl Urban as my question. Uh, I've never mm. wavered from it. I'm sure if they ever greenlighted, they would cast someone perfect. But Carl Urban to me. Especially after Dread. Right after Dread, I was just on a huge Carl Urban kick. Like, the man can do everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, put him in everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joel knows this. When I get a guy, I'm stuck. Like, <laughs> I don't waver from it. Don't you pick, pick Carl Urban for everybody at this point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd probably say Carl Urban, Silver. JFK, Silver. Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody. Ronald McDonald, Carl Urban. Um, that that would be his movie I'd watch. <laughs> Ronald McDonald killing people? Yeah, I would love that. Oh, yeah. Like that. But I, I love the question for so many reasons because I, I actually like the storyline they went with in Justice League Unlimited. Um, it's something that, that was I'm a great storyline. Yep. I think it's perfect. But again, to what me and Joel were saying on our podcast, Much to Do About Nothing, you need a shared universe in order to do that. Uh, yeah. I can't just randomly throw that together. Like that can't be an else world. Or should it be? There's just too many moving parts for you to make that an else world. Like you'd have to introduce a Superman, uh, a Batman, a, je- a whole Justice League, um, Lex Luthor. Like there's just too many moving parts. But a movie where we're having someone question things that no one else is questioning. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I love a great detective movie. Um, because we've been waiting forever to get that from the greatest detective. So why not, you know, why not just add more detectives in there? Um, but yeah, I've been wanting that for forever. Um, I know there's two characters Kevin Smith has been wanting to bring to the screen, Anamatopoeia and uh, The Question. Mm. He's, he's, he's been wanting to bring those two characters to life for sure. Um, that's why I hope if The Question ever does get greenlit, Kevin Smith is at least in the writing room like he doesn't have to direct it, you know. It just be in the writing room because he'll put so much care into into that character. Um, but yeah, it's a character I'd like to see in a DC universe that's established, that has a Lex Luthor, has a Justice League, and we can go down that rabbit hole. You know what I'm okay. saying? Um, but yeah, great pick, Pete. I love it. The question we need it immediately. An HBO Max series of the question? Yeah. Come on. Come on. Um, damn, I can't get that out of my head now. I don't even remember what my pick was. That was so good. Uh, <laughs> somebody else has to go. Well, I reshuffle my cards. Um, Joel, I'll go to you next. Uh, Non-A-lister, who would you like to see from Marvel or DC? That hasn't been greenlit. Like that has not been greenlit, right. Does Hawkman count? Because now that he's, he's part of the Black Adam movie. No. But it's not- Oh, no, it, it, it doesn't count. No, I, I'll let you use Hawkman because 
he could be in this movie and then they never bring him up again. So, you know, I'm, I'm talking, <laughs> but he was in DC Legends, though, wasn't he? Uh, he was on Legends, yeah. He was on Legends. He was on Legends. He was but, right. I, mean, I mean, green lit for their solo project. Like, ah, okay. Solo project. Yeah, that's why I asked it because he's going to be in the Black Adam movie. I'm like, does that count? <laughs> so I'm like, I, I look, so I'm going to go with Black. I mean, not Black Adam. That's pretty, that's gonna be good, but uh, I'm gonna I want to go with Hawkman. Like I've always loved the design of Hawkman, the the look of Hawkman. Yeah. So it was like I remember when they first announced that Hawk Girl was gonna be in the Justice League animated series, and I'm like, what's that Hawkman? Not I'm a Hawkman fan, so for me it was weird. For a lot of people, it was like they don't even know who Hawkman is. So so um, Wait, so which version of Hawkman? You like the the original pre-crisis? Like- Do you like the the alien Hawkman? You like the Native American Hawkman? Do you uh, like the merged Hawkman? I like the I like the ancient Egypt one. Not the okay. alien one is fine. I like that one, but I prefer the archaeologist. But I, what they've done recently is they kind of melded everything together. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. <laughs> so whatever they do yeah, with yeah. that, that's cool. But yeah, but I'm more uh, akin to the uh, archaeologist with the shadow thief, and then nice. he's like, yeah. like resurrections and shit like that i love that so i would definitely go in that direction and i like who they they already got an actor so i'll even stay with uh um, what's the name aldis hodge aldis hodge i like him so let's go with i can't wait to see what he actually looks like even though boss logic's like fan art for his costume looked beautiful (laughs) if it's anything like that we're fucking lucky bro because that costume was great but yeah hawkman's always been an interesting character i've always liked the, the design of his the origin's interesting. Just the look of him has always been. He just looks cool to me. So yeah, yeah I would go with Hawkman. And he made the mace cool. That's he a did. weapon that yeah, not hell yeah. can make cool. Uh, yeah. He made that really cool. I will say though, I didn't know who Hawk uh, Girl or Hawkman was when I started Justice League Unlimited. But I remember, I remember <laughs> going. You got to stop putting a helmet on her. She is hot like mm-hmm. she looked amazing in justice league unlimited uh yeah. and they kept putting her in the helmet i'm like i get it it's accurate but take that shit off yeah. um a huge shout out to uh to john stewart i see you my boy i i i see you dibbling dabbling with with hawk girl um <laughs> but no hawkman movie so in your movie just hawkman or hawkman and you could they can have both i don't mind having hawkman and hawk girl and having them like share the movie or whatever that's the thing that like what would you call it like hawks <laughs> like, like that's the problem because one is gonna get one of these like hawkman and hawk girl like i mean and wasp do that doesn't even sound right so i don't know hawk world yeah hawk world sounds good i was never yeah. a fan of ant-man and then ant-man and the wasp i was just kind of like i get it it's it's on par with what you've been doing with your marvel movies but it's kind of yeah. just like at some point you got to get creative like you just have to be more creative than that um, that's yeah, I, I just, I, I never liked, like, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3. Let's get creative with the names. Well, of these they've movies. gotten better since that, honestly. Sure. <laughs> yeah. sure, no, they have, they have. Can I give you one more character? Yeah, go ahead. Just one more, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, aside from Hawkman, you know I have this weird, like, love for Wildcat. <laughs> for DC's Wildcat. Oh, and that's okay. a rip from the JSA, you know, the old school yeah. Wildcat, yeah. Ted Grant. I always imagine like Sylvester Stallone is fucking Wildcat. That's how I imagine it in my head, right? Because that's because he's Rocky, right? That's how he's basically DC's Rocky, right? Um, so I would always love to like them to, to appreciate the character a little bit more. I would love like just a mini series with just him, 
even if it's like a flashback miniseries from like back in the day, it doesn't even have to be modern day. Or him like coming out of retirement, like again, like that's that's really popular nowadays. Imagine Ted Grant Wildcat coming out of retirement to fight crime one last time. Some bullshit. I would love that. I personally, he deserves his own show a hundred percent. But to me, as a middle ground, knowing how Warner Brothers is with giving us characters that you know haven't really given, haven't been given their just due. Yeah. yeah. Greenlit. Green lit, a uh, green light. I'm sorry, a uh, black canary series, and give us a prequel to the guy that trained her, and let it be, let it be him, let it be him as the the guy that trained her. Um, um, and you know, it, it doesn't have to be like a buddy kind of movie. It can just be he trains her, and he's part of the final battle. Um, you know, but to me, it's just like I kind of would like him to kind of be introduced somewhere like that. Yeah, that they can see that he has popularity. He's not like a main guy. He's not like a sister. He's like a C-lister. But I love his design, and I always like the character. And I just always, he's always pushed to the side. He doesn't have powers either. So it's like that, he's just another character. Like, I love Batman because he's a character with no powers. Wildcat's another guy I look up to. He, and he doesn't even use a weapon. It's just, he's just going to punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I just really and and it's Wildcat. crazy because <laughs> it's so weird. Like, you know, the, the phrase, be careful what you ask for came in the full effect and we're like we we need wildcat and then the arrowverse was like we got you and then oh, it was no. just like <laughs> no uh, why do we say anything <laughs> the best wildcat was in justice league unlimited man a hundred percent a hundred percent hell yeah Wait, what was the episode because that episode i've only ever cried for a cartoon once and it was that episode where um he got the shit beaten out of him I think to prove a point to uh, right. Black Canary, right when they're in the cage, run by roulette. Yeah. Right. Oh no no, right. no 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 no! Not not him. Uh, uh, he beat the shit out of Green Arrow. Green yes, Arrow was yeah. trying to teach Black yes. Canary a lesson. That's what it was. I cried. I cried my heart. Out. <laughs> be green ass, yeah. I was like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta dodge one of those." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I keep forgetting what the actor's name that did that voice. What was it? Uh, who, who was? Oh it? shit. Oh my god. Of Wildcat? Yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an old school actor too. Uh he was the Chicago uh cop who retired. Um yeah, I Oh my name. god. Oh my god. I know who you're talking uh, about. He passed away. Um I keep I keep thinking uh, uh Vincent Pastori, but that's not him. Um oh my god. Oh, he was from Snatch. P remember Snatch? Yeah, yeah. Which character? Remember uh, uh, Avi, the one who came from the states. You don't go to fucking England. <laughs> um. Oh my God. Okay. What? What was the? Uh... We'll look it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now, Joe. Christ. I just got. I gotta. While you're looking that up. I just thought of this really stupid tagline. Like, if Hawkman became a made-for-TV movie or some shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my brain just, like, the hamster got on the wheel, started running. <laughs> it's like, we hope you remember your trigonometry. Oh, my <laughs> God. Turning the excitement up to the nth power. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go You just made me throw up. Made Dennis me throw Farina. Up, Dennis Farina. There we go. Dennis Farina, perfect casting for that. By the way, there's so many people I just saw in that cast 
that I didn't yeah. even know were the voices of some of these characters. Yeah. And I'm just like, that needs to win awards. Like, bring it, it back. Did. Dude, that's it why is. Andrea Romano is one of the greatest casting directors ever, going all the way back to Batman the Animated Series. Sure. Right? Sure. I, I'm sorry. The fact that she dumped Tim Curry to get um, Mark Hamill as the Joker, yeah. you know, I mean, that that's huge. That, that takes a lot of balls to do that. Um, you know, <laughs> Melissa Gilbert as as Batgirl back then. Um, the switch between uh, the two Supermans from Superman the Animated Series to the Superman from uh, Justice League Unlimited. You know, right. it, it was tell. seamless. You didn't. Right. You couldn't tell. You know. No, dude. Um, Jerry O'Connell as Shazam. You know. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, dude, it goes on. You, uh, Lex Luthor. Hello, what's his name? Um, man, what is that? Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's one. Of, he's a great fucking voice actor, man. He's, yeah. Um, By the way, somebody I want to give credit to that I believe in our world doesn't get enough credit. Uh, I'm pronouncing his name wrong, so forgive me. But Joaquin dos Santos. Joaquin uh, dos Santos. Yeah. Joaquin dos Santos. That man is a genius. Yeah. Yeah a pure genius and yeah. his name is never mentioned are you kidding me no way he's amazing dude no i oh, agree but... he's amazing i'm saying the yeah. community our community doesn't talk about him enough he went from justice league he went from from uh before justice league unlimited i think he first started with um with the superman animated series and i mean look dude he produced <laughs> avatar you know, he was one of the heads on Avatar, man. He also did. He also did my all-time favorite. Um, uh, what do you call it? Um, geez, uh, GI Joe Resolute. He did that all. Ah, okay. Yep. That man is just—he understands it. He does. Yeah. He really, think, really does. You were thinking Clancy Brown, JD. Clancy Brown, yes. Brown, yes. Yes, the, dude. The Kurgan. The Kurgan. Yes. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but is my character, and luckily, I'm saved by the fact that sci-fi completely sucks balls. <laughs> but my character that I'm choosing is none other than Lobo. Okay. Lobo. Nice. And I want a nice. movie. Don't give me no series. Mm -hmm. I want a movie. I want the budget high. And I want you to go balls to the wall. A darker Deadpool. <laughs> That's what I want for my Lobo. Hey. I would have loved The Rock as Lobo, not as Black Gallop. I would have preferred Jason Momoa as Lobo because <laughs> he looks oh. just like him. He looks exact. That's why when <laughs> James Wan was like, uh, not not James Wan, I'm sorry. When Zack Snyder was like, Jason Momoa is, is, is your Aquaman. I was just like, why? You know, but obviously. Change the game. Like, right. You know? but now I'm like, I love it. But at the time I was just like, I don't get it. I just, I, I don't get it. He, he yeah. looks nothing like, you know, but I didn't see at that time he was trying to change the narrative with both trying Diana, more, Arthur. Right. He just wanted to make him more um, tougher looking, basically. <laughs> no, no question. No, no arguments here. I made him, um, what do they call that? Um, There's a name for it. It's not Hawaiian. Because he, he is half Samoan, Hawaiian. right? What is it? Samoan? Oh, Maori? He's, He's Hawaiian. No, um, oh. starts with a P. Polynesian. Polynesian. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Geography, not my strong point. 
<laughs> and you know what's crazy? The guy at all I had always pictured for Aquaman was the guy that replaced uh, Spartacus. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was Spartacus. Yeah. The one who he was Weather Wizard on the Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And to me, the only reason why I viewed him as my Aquaman was I never thought Warner Brothers would be brave enough to do an Aquaman movie because it's a character legit outside of us, really, like the hardcore fans. No one really cares about because it's like, well, they made fun of it on, on right, HBO. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> With the uh, so, name of that show, um, Entourage. Entourage, yeah. It was and a whole running gag that was supposed yeah. to be a starring role. Exactly. It was Aquaman. So to me, I never thought they were brave enough. I never thought they were brave enough to do it. So I'm like, he's the right kind of actor that has a little notoriety to him, uh, has the look, and and can handle it, right? Um, so when they went Jason Momoa, it's just like I don't get it. But to me, I'm like, I can close my eyes and picture Jason Momoa with red eyes and the um, cigar in his mouth, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, easily. But The Rock too, man. The Rock, Rock too, just- yeah. I mean, talk about breaking the fourth wall. Rock is made for that. I know? agree, but to me, there's just something very off-putting about putting hair on the Rock. The Rock I was almost Lobo. Like. He was attached to the Lobo project a while, like early he on. Was. He was, and um, I, I still wouldn't have liked the idea of the wig. Hey, <laughs> the guy who played Lobo on on Krypton was actually pretty good. I really enjoyed. I that. loved him. I loved him. He was amazing. He oh, looked good too. Good I was impressed. Yeah, I did we not watch that series, but I watched that episode at Ramon's behest. He's like, if you watch, you gotta watch. Episode, it's gotta be that one. Yeah. Yep. He was um, the best part of that season. <laughs> huge shout out to that cast, by the way. We interviewed most of that cast. Uh, most oh, of yeah? that cast. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Great. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a terrible show. Not at uh, all. But I will say, uh, what's his name that played the the main character? A hundred percent lied to me in, in my interview with him. I was just like, I was just like Green Lanterns. Like, could we see anything like that? And he's like, I can't really get into it. And I sat through like two seasons, and I was just like, No Green Lanterns. Damn Green Lantern. (laughs) They they teased Panagarians at the end of the episode. They did. They did. They also teased Darkseid. Yeah, that's what I mean. So we never got there though. (laughs) And I tell you guys this: it gave us our best Doomsday to date. That Doomsday. Looked and Brainiac amazing, and Brainiac looked great. They Look at the, the designs great. for that show, I'm incredible. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I don't know where sci fi got that budget from. They were they got that from somewhere in the reserves, but they, well, they the Sharknado movies, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me tell you this when I heard they were doing Brainiac in Lobo in uh Doomsday, I was just like, the network that gave me Sharknado, I'm <laughs> No, there's no way it's gonna look good. And yeah. I remember when I saw the trailer, I was just like, "No way, sci-fi did this. Like someone else did it, and they're just yeah. putting it on sci-fi." That's a possibility. Sci-fi, I was like, no, sci-fi. I was like, no, it was us. I was just like, then why? Why are sharks flying out of tornadoes when you have the yeah. capabilities of good why stuff like not this? Sharks flying out of tornadoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sharks with laser beams on their head. <laughs> the things you have to ask is why sharktopus. Why, uh, Velocigator, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, you know, crazy things, yeah, three headed shark attack, five headed. I actually shark saw, I actually saw a movie called uh, Tarantulas versus Alligators. And when I tell you, when I tell you, I clicked on that shit so fast just to kind of see how you, 
what is your story for that? Like, why are they ever in the same habitat? So I want that. How do they get into it? Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> you guys, you guys, see, that's the thing. You guys, you didn't grow up in the 70s, right? You didn't see the horror films, no, like not. Food of the Gods, which was just basically rats uh, um, filmed from a distance to make it seem like they were bigger uh for the cast it was just oh wow and they, were, they were supposed to be monster rats you know oh, yeah. uh, i'm gonna find this movie speaking yeah. of monster rats um i did not appreciate how the joker movie made made new york and new jersey seem like we were so dirty we had mutated uh, rats well, you weren't around well, no, dude they <laughs> said it during the sanitation strike of new york yeah. back in the 70s dude really that was something that yeah that was something that really <laughs> happened man Oh shit! You yeah, know Mayor Koch had a problem with, with negotiating contract with sanitation. It was the birth of Splinter. That's what it was. That's all it was, and they didn't. Know. <laughs> they didn't, know. They didn't understand. But did you see that video of? I think it was on uh, Subway Creatures on Instagram. There was a rat like being eaten and being like gets pulled underneath a dumpster in the subway. And that is a standard New York size rat, and something ate it, and then poked its fucking nose out of the thing just looks around it is the head of a gigantic rat like the head oh had to be this big god. I, swear to god. I have this video and i will send it to you no Please. no no you won't no you won't. <laughs> i want to see it no the hell you won't not in the group chat <laughs> Yo, no, no, i'm about to say I'll, I'll put a trigger warning whatever i gotta do but it's going in the group chat gracious i've seen some big ass fucking rats in new york i believe it I've yeah. never seen I've never seen a creature or an animal eat their own kind. I've I've never seen that. That's, <laughs> that that's was the epitome of like wait till the end, and all of a sudden, like the last three seconds, you see this thing, and it's oh, yeah, I'll, I'll never nice. sleep or leave my house. No, thank you. Yeah, but back to Lobo. Um, I just I, <laughs> right <laughs> to think we got that far off. Uh, it looks like a human rat. Go ahead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do want a Lobo movie. I think they could do it so well. I think you could make it like Deadpool. Um, And, you know, you make it as true to rated R as you possibly can. Um, And there's nothing doper than a, excuse me, a space bounty hunter. There's just nothing doper than that, you know? Yeah, on a a motorcycle-esque On a motorcycle. And to me, the biggest thing I've always loved about Lobo was I never considered him a good guy or a villain. I don't even give him. I don't even give him the title anti-hero. He's just a bounty hunter. He's just doing his job. Like it's not even like he's just showing up to planets, just murdering people for no reason. It's like he's here to do a job. That's it. Just just here to do a job. And because you're implementing the idea of space through the the DC world, he could come across so many planets where we see familiar characters that we know and love. Um, so I'm like, you could really do something cool where he's interacting. Um, with a like, he could run into the Lantern Corps somewhere on a planet right. doing a job, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and that Lantern's job is to protect that specific world, and he's he's causing all kinds of chaos. So I'm like, you could do some really cool stuff with it. Um, and he's a character that I promise you, you do that first movie. It's it's the Deadpool effect. You do that first movie, and it hits. The the demand for Lobo will be through yep. the roof. through the roof. Mm-hmm through the roof next thing you know there'll be a cartoon for kids there'll be a cartoon (laughs) for us there'll be figures (laughs) there'll be everything lobo and to me that's the world i want where dc is doing what marvel did with like the guardians 
um, to where you're taking characters mm. that not many people know about and you're now making them important, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm tired of just talking about characters and then someone that's never read the comics is like, I don't know who you're talking about. I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> like, why don't you know this? And it's like, I don't know. I've never read a comic. I'm like, not popular. please make these character characters more popular, please. Uh, but that's why you give a lot of respect to Marvel vs. Capcom. It did help a lot with, with a lot of characters. Pete, did you just send that to the group? <laughs> uh, I put a warning. Don't watch the video. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no. far away from that. Far away from that. Yeah. You just stop what you do, like this dick he sent. <laughs> All right, you know what? Pete, do me a favor. Delete it by the morning. Fair so enough. I'll talk to you guys. I don't see it by accident. Um, give me a goddamn heart attack. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, yes. Uh, Lobo. Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like to hear stuff like that. Don't commentate, Joel. <laughs> but uh, yes, Lobo is a character I want to see. Um, obviously, you can't get Ryan Reynolds. You can't get Jason Momoa. So I have no idea who I'd like <laughs> to play Lobo. Carl Urban. You know what's crazy? I would love Carl Urban. You know what? I think I can accept a buzz cut Lobo. I think I could accept that. Like, no, he's already rock long hair. He was Aomir in Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, he could be right on there. I don't know what it is, but I just prefer people that actually have long hair. I don't know why, but the look of putting that on for Lobo <laughs> just creeps me out so much. No, you give him that long hair, of course. You know, I like uh, what Tia's guy, what's his name? Fuck, I forget his name. From American Gods? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that's going to be playing Halo? Yeah, he's going to be playing... Um, oh, oh uh, uh, Liev Schreiber's brother. What's his name? Um, uh, yeah, Pablo, Pablo, Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber. Right, 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 right. Who else? He would some... actually be a really good low... You know what, Joel? Since Halo looks like it's not kicking off yet, let's cancel that because they're going to fuck that up for me. And let's just, put, let's the... just put Pablo as, as Lobo. Let's do Pablo it. Yeah. I had someone what? else in too. Who was it? I like Pablo in and as uh, Matt Sweeney on American Gods. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's great. Dead wife. Dead wife. Oh, me, dead wife. You know who else? He uh, the guy. He the guy who voiced Lobo recently in the the Superman uh, animated series uh, movie. He would actually Brett, play the guy from um, 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 Ray Romano's brother. No, the other guy. Um, that's from the cartoon. Uh, I mean, from the animated series. Uh, the, the, I'm talking about the um, the animated movie that just came out recently. Uh, he played OP and um. Yes, hold on. Oh, oh the guy from Walking Dead. Yes, no, yes, 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 and, yes. I have him right here. Hold on. Uh, Ryan Hurst. Sons of Anarchy. Ryan Hurst. Yeah. Yes. Ryan Hurst. Ryan Hurst. Yeah, he'd be good too. Oh, yes. He did the voice already has the long hair. There we go. We good. Yeah. We found it. He has yeah, the look and the too. voice. He's already. like six two, six three. Yeah, yeah, he's tall as fuck too. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what? That's the one pushback I'd have. To me, a movie, a movie is usually made by the actor and i think he's not familiar enough because sons of anarchy is so far back i would actually if you give me ryan hurst i would prefer that as a hbo max series i would fine too i'll take that <laughs> I would. only because you don't want you don't want to do a movie with a guy like that people already don't know lobo people probably don't don't recognize him you don't want any of that negativity around it it's better to do it with a show build it up and if the show takes off Spin it off into a movie. No see, problem. but that's see, but that's where you come up with the villain, and you don't need uh, a villain who's part of even his his franchise of villains. You just need 
a big name actor who can pull off a bad ass bad guy. That's true. You I know, Gene Hackman in Superman, he wasn't mm-hmm. even in the movie 10, 15 minutes, right? True. He has some of the most memorable lines. Um, <laughs> fuck Vincent D'Onofrio as Daredevil. Hello. Oh. He didn't even have one full episode in the course of the first season, right? Everybody wants him to be uh to be that, you know. Um, nope. What should we call it? <laughs> uh, Anthony Hopkins in um Silence of the Lambs, dude. He didn't even have what five minutes of screen time in the whole flick. Well, I, 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 give you, that. I only just heard that. It was like I'll uh, give you, minutes. I'll give you Anthony Hopkins and Thor. That's what sold it for me. I know who the fuck Chris Hemsworth or uh, Tom uh, Hiddleston was. but if. If and if Anthony wants to do a Marvel movie, sign me up. Like I've read Odin, got like I know who Odin can be, and I'm like, this is awesome. Uh, I look back at it now, and I'm kind of like, Odin would have been, and I guess it's because of American Gods. But the guy that plays Odin in American Gods, I'm kind of just like, he would have he would have fought for Odin to still be alive, like in the MCU. Like that's that's how attached to it he would have been. He's got um, one of the best voices ever. I can listen to him read a phone book, man. I love it. Like, to me, he's starting to get to that Ron Perlman level of, like, voices that I'm just, like, could be any villain. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what the villain is. Put his voice in, and it'll work. It'll work for you. Um, but, J.D., last up, who do you uh, – what oh. character, non-A-lister from Marvel or DC, you going with? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know, I got the figure, right? So we're going to whip him up. Let's see. You guys recognize uh, this guy? On that uh, Dark Hawk or whatever? Dark, Dark Hawk. Dark he Hawk. The 90s, he was the 90s Marvel Spider-Man, right? Oh, my God. Um, there was Spider-Man, then there was Nova, then there was this guy. And they tried to pitch him as as that centerpiece for the Marvel Universe, the teen kid with a family who tried to balance the superhero life with the trying to get schoolwork done. And... um if you read Marvel comics in the nineties, you were you were a Darkhawk fan, were you not, Pete? Yes. <laughs> Dark, and it's like Dark. the number one is the running gag of all collectors. Somehow, like you know, make sure you've got your Darkhawk number one because it's coming at some point, and everybody yeah. says that. And I think everybody's got themselves. A, you have you have to have one in the collection somewhere. You, that, you got to. You got to, dude. Somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Chris Powell, you know, uh, with two brothers, a mom, you know, his dad was a deceased cop uh, who died on the job. And, you know, how can you not be a hero trying to do that? Um, coming from somebody who lost his dad, that 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 drew me into reading the book. And I don't know, man, uh, you know, he had ties to space. He had ties to, you know, that street level hero because um, he didn't know the full extent of using uh, his powers and stuff like that. Uh, so, Dark Hawk is it, man. He had wings. He couldn't he fly. It, it was he awesome. did like Skyver. Yeah. Like he had a cool design. That design is pretty dope. So, mm-hmm. l- let me ask you this, JD. Do you see him more as a Disney Plus series, or you think you could do a big, Definitely. Uh, big movie? Definitely. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Either one. Disney Plus. You know, you don't go kids. You don't go adult. You try to get the try to get those emo teens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> definitely something to go for. You know, they dropped the ball with the cloak and dagger show on Freeform that was supposed to be much much darker. A hell of a lot that more drug show use. Was a villain. That show was a decent show, and it was. brought in like Tombstone. Someone yeah. good. Yeah. It was oh, Tombstone was in it. No, no, they should have. But he was like their big villain. Like he was their guy that they would always uh, wind up fighting in the comics. And gotcha. all they needed was one good villain, and it would have well, been a better show. Here's the great thing with with him is I think you take the villains that are are Spider Man's C and D villains. The ones that he beats up, you know, in one, two, three. But you show this kid struggling, you know. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how he earns his bones, right? You're like, oh, I, I, Spider-Man does nothing to him, but but this kid, he just he can't get around the similar. He can't figure it out. So you show how dangerous they really could be when they're not fighting uh, a professional. I don't know, you know, I like Spider-Man. Super friend. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will say, JD. Uh, now, now that you mentioned Cloak and Dagger, I will say. Now that they have the rights to mutants back, I do want to see Kevin Feige give me a Disney Plus series of The Runaways rebooted. I don't need the same cast. I would love it, but I don't need it. But I do want The Runaways back. Uh, they did a great job with what they did on that show for Hulu. That that first season is all time. All time. Yeah, I couldn't get into the second season. Uh, it, I, I'm, it didn't with work. I'm, I'm with yeah. you on that. I'm with you on that. But that first season is classic. I stand by it. Um, yeah. they Because to me, my issue with shows like that are always... Do not make it for teens. Do not. Don't give me that teen drama, the teen romance. Like, no, give me what I read in the comics for these characters. And they nailed it. They really did. They nailed it. Um, and I, I love the Runaways. So now that they have mutants back in the MCU, give me the Runaways, man. Give me the Runaways. I would love it. Um, you know, because to me, that's one of those teams that I'm like, you could really have some fun with that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even have uh, some crossovers with Kamala Khan. Uh, really have some fun with it. You know, go wild. Go wild with the Runaways. On a- I, I always felt it was a good concept. I just didn't like the way it was executed. It's just Same. Even, even Same. One? I like the concept. I just don't like the way it was executed. You know, the kids are villains who figured out their parents are villains. Right. Shit, I'm out. And in the case of being Runaways, they end up doing good. You know, uh, but mm-hmm. the way they pulled it off, it just didn't work for me. All right, fair, very fair. No. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we we put up some really, really, really good characters here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, some of them get green lit with within the next few years. Um, I will say we're on the right track. Blue Beetle being green lit. Um, uh, us getting a Justice League Dark. Um, you know, they're obviously going for characters that are somewhat popular, but not not at that height. Um, I'd say Constantine is the only re- his success in the CW is the only reason Abrams is able to to kick off uh, these characters because you have someone that people are like, I know him, I've seen him, you know, interact with Arrow and Flash. Yeah, I um, like the show that he had on NBC. Me too. I I that agree. was a great. It was freaking it was ahead of, it was it was ahead of its time because if you 100%. put that on HBO Max now. 
Like if you read oh, it, it's kick ass, ass, man. It should always been on HBO. That like if you know Hellblazer, it does it deserves to be somewhere where there's no rules. Hellblazer deserves to be on HBO. So I can't wait to see what the fuck they do with Constantine on HBO Max. Holy for sure. shit! For sure, and I, I'd stand by it. I I loved um, God, what's his name, Joel? Uh, Swamp. People. I love Swamp Thing. I did too. I enjoyed it a lot. They did a really good job with that. So I'm like, yeah. they were trending upward with some of these characters. So now they're, doing, they're, they're doing a new Swamp Thing, like um, in the comics. I mean, yeah. it's not going to be. Yeah, uh, it's not. What's what's his original name? Donald. Um, shit, for his name. Um, but anyway, there's a new Swamp Thing because I think he recently died in, in one of the storylines, and it's going to be an Indian guy now. Okay. You know, when you you were talking about sci-fi channel for a second, right? Uh, A little while ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they always go through highs and lows when it comes to programming. And when sci-fi channel first came out, I think that's the, uh, that Swamp Thing series was one of the first shows uh, on sci-fi channel. If I'm, if I'm not correct. It was, I think it did show on sci-fi channel before it went on CW. But it was a DC Universe exclusive show first. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like. Oh, you mean the, the original? Sci Fi Channel launch in, the, in 89, 90s? Oh, you're oh, talking yeah. about the, the originals. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I used to watch it on USA. I think it was. That's oh, it was USA. I'm sorry. It was USA. They used that to do the reruns on Sci Fi Channel. Yes. Yes. Right. I used to watch the shit of that boring ass show. Yes. <laughs> Anything I could get my hands on. That was all for the movies, right? The first one, yeah. right, right. But it was darker than the yeah. movies, right? Really? The 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 second movie, the first movie was a little campy. The second one catered more to kids, right? Um, it was mm-hmm. like a, it was like a really toned down Toxic Avenger type of deal, though. Yes, it did remind me of Toxic Avenger, right? God. But then the series took off, and it was the same actor, Dick Durant, um, Dick Durant, Dick Gerard, Dick Durant. Uh, but it was the same actor who did the the swamp thing uh, from the first two movies. Okay, that's awesome, man. I remember watching like USA, yes. But Sci Fi yeah. Channel, oh, Sci Fi Channel was there, and then um, you know, Sci Fi Channel had Farscape. That was a great show for a while, and then they did some shitty programming, and then they started to come back up recently. You know, yeah. um, they had some great original programming, and now it's garbage again. Yeah. Well, so I was telling Joan the other day, like well, I used to watch all these marathons, the Marvel marathons back in the day on Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> we used to watch that old seventies Captain America show. Yeah, so, dude, Red Brown. Yeah, ter- I mean, some of them shits. I, I used to love it, even though they weren't the best. But you know, Doctor Strange fall asleep every time I watched it. But yeah, I'd watch it. You know, it was there. Uh, yes. The whole movies, I used to love them. So I do have to, I do have to thank you guys for going through that. So I didn't have to. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that a lot. So I didn't have to that's go. That's all we had. None of that shit. <laughs> you know, it's going to be so crazy. Like, in about 20 years from now, when this newer generation is enjoying Feige's X-Men and Fantastic Four, and we're just looking at them like, you know, they know what we had to go through for you to enjoy some shit like this, do you? Yeah. Well, see, I say that about the Ninja Turtles generation. I'm like, <laughs> you don't know what I suffered. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I watched a Thing cartoon where he used to just bang two rings together and turn it to the fucking thing. Thing ring, do your thing. Yes. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> yes. I remember that. Yes. 
Oh, oh my, my god. Yeah. So thank you guys for crawling so I could walk. I appreciate it. <laughs> <that>. uh, <laughs> all right, let's head to our final topic of the night. And this one was improvised by JD, and I appreciate it because it was a smart idea. Um, but for this one, we are going to be talking about video game characters that we would like to see made into figures. Um, I want to open that up a little bit more, JD. I'd even say even if they have been made into figures, but the figures aren't even, like, they weren't good, you know? Okay. Um, for example, Assassin's Creed came out with 3.75 figures. Hated I didn't know that. It. I hated it. They were just okay. poorly designed. They were just not good. Um, to me, w like, when you tell me the main character is an assassin, you would think he'd be fully posable, right? Like, you're doing a whole bunch of stuff with this assassin, right? It All wasn't. Right. The legs just went like this, hmm. and that was pretty much it. Who did that? Was it McFarlane or no? No. Mm, McFarlane not. had the big ones, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he had the bigger ones. I don't think he had the 3.75. Okay. I could be wrong, but I don't think he did. There's not many McFarlane, uh, many figures McFarlane does that I'm like, yeah, you struck out on that. Right. Um, but those 3.75s were blech, garbage. Um, but I'll kick this off. I would actually like, there's two that I would like. One of them is Sly Cooper. Um, I love Sly Cooper. You remember Sly it's, Cooper, the, uh, the raccoon that had the, the hippo? Thief. Right, he was a thief. He was a thief. Right, from PlayStation. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah, yeah, he's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to, to just, you know, look you know look at the game trailers okay. or whatever. Sly Cooper was such a fun game. I actually, that was right around the time where Ratchet and Clank was like, really the thing i just mm. never got into it and then when i saw slide i was like that's me um <laughs> i can get into that um which actually made it a lot more interesting when they made uncharted because it's kind of like oh this is sly cooper but if he was a person <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> essentially if he was a person mm. um but yeah sly cooper huge 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 fan i always said if they did a animated movie, you definitely got to call um, Bradley Cooper. Uh, he just has a thing with rac raccoons. Like, he can make raccoons. <laughs> Bra Bradley Cooper should play Sly Cooper. <laughs> yes. Bradley Cooper is Sly Cooper. Um, and, like, I had this whole thing planned out. And uh, the hip, I can't remember his name, Joel. If you do, please let me know. But um, name too. Uh, the hippo I wanted to be voiced by, uh, God, what's his name from? He was in... Uh, Mission Impossible and the boys. He played uh, the geek's dad. Oh, it's Paul something. Oh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. Sorry, it wasn't even Paul. Simon Pegg. Um, yes. I, Simon Pegg, to me, is one of those underrated guys that kind of just kind of scoots right in under the radar. The man has made some gold, <laughs> and he deserves a lot yep. more credit. Um, I never Perfect. thought a secondary character... I could enjoy a secondary character in Mission Impossible till he showed up. And I was just like, I like this. Good job, Tom. I, I, I like that you did this. Um, but yeah, I would like to see that. I would like to see that developed into uh, figures because I think that'd be really cool. It, the whole world looks amazing. Um, I definitely want that, uh, Joel, when they went into time, that uh, that van that they were in. Yeah. Van as a vehicle where I could put them in. Um, so that's, that's one. It has a nine. It has an old nineteen forties aesthetic. Yeah, because that's kind of how it looks like it, with like animals. 
yeah. it's really cool. I really love it. It's really, it's it's really, a- really, really good. JD, I, I really do like when you get a chance, do check out the trailer for the, the game. Okay. I really do think it's something that you would go, oh, this this looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Murray, what's his name? And Bentley. What's the Murray trailer? and Bentley. Yeah. Oh, no. I mixed it up. I would want him to be Bentley. I would right. want him to be Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> I would I that. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I would want him to be Bentley. And I would want, uh, remember when the, uh, the chick came into the picture? The, yeah, the raccoon. I would yeah. want that to be uh, Ana, Ana de Armas. Okay, I like that. Right, right. Oh, man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. That would be the first time <laughs> since whoever voiced Lola Bunny in Space Jam that I would just be like, whoa. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right, you, you're doing stuff to me. Relax. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> the, the main one I want to go with is. Um, and this was tough because I desperately wanted to go with Max Payne, but I feel like anytime we talk video games, I'm always pitching. You mean the Punisher? Uh, yeah, <laughs> essentially, yes. They did. They did just kind of. My bad, Pete. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I want to go with God of War. The fact that that is not a 3.75 fully posable, complete <clears throat> set. Very frustrating to me because that I imagine would have to sell out almost immediately. I'd pick it up, right? Exa- exactly. Oh, yeah, especially, would pick it especially up. if they catered after the, the very last game that just came out. Um, yeah. I would buy that in a heartbeat. I don't mm-hmm. know why they don't incorporate uh figures to, to games more. I don't know why they don't think that we're not interested in that, but they, they really think we're not, and I'm like. Mm. You're missing the boat. <laughs> I'd probably buy more of your video game figures than your actual video games. That right. is how dedicated I am to these right. figures. Um, so God of War is what I'm going with. God of War and Sly Cooper. Those are those are the two that I would love to see turn into figures, specifically 3.75. That way, if you want to add vehicles, accessories, it's just easier to put in hands, take out of hands, whatever. Um, JD, I'll go to you next. What uh, what video game would you like to see turn? I, I guess I keep I keep deferring to my age, um, so my <laughs> stuff is going to go back to Nintendo, uh, yeah. the original Nintendo. I got two because I think one was Nintendo, one was for the Genesis. Um, do it, and uh, I want to see Rygar as an action figure. Oh my God, Rygar! Right? Yeah, Pete, I love you, kid. See? Oh man. I want Rygar, dude, and a heartbeat. You know, he had that mix of uh, of Conan, but he threw Captain America's shield, and yes. it was on a whip that would come back to him. That, yeah. that was great. You know, um, the, I, man, I missed that. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. you're looking it up? I, I looked it up, and I'm just like, that was definitely from a time long. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a newer Rygar because I I remember buying that game. Yes. Uh, Yes. That was it. Was a really the easiest game I ever played in my life, but it was still fun. He only had like three different fucking shields in it, but right. I really loved that game. It was a really fun game. So, yeah, the- so Rygar's one. Um, the other one would be Strider. Strider, oh, wow. Strider, uh, I like Strider. I, I, I've never seen Strider as a figure or anything like that. You know, um, yeah. and then yeah, as an honorable mention. Did they ever do Castlevania figures or Castlevania 2 figures? It depends on which version. Yeah. Uh, okay, see, I didn't know about that. All right. There are some nice Castlevania figures. Aftermarket now is going to run you a little bit of money, especially with the success of the animated series. Yeah. Which was good. Yeah, it was. No, it's great. 
It was great. Uh, but yeah, there were some Castlevania figures. There was Alucard, <laughs> uh, but he looked uh, more like his Symphony of the Night version. Mm. There was Dracula, and there was Simon Belmont, and there was a Succubus, too. And yeah, there, who, there was, who made uh, those? Uh, I want to say NECA. Okay. NECA. Okay. I'm not sure. So they have the license then just for that size. Yeah. They don't have they don't have a master license for everything. Right. I will say to your point, JD, um, even if they did have Castlevania figures, um, I want it exclusively based off of the Netflix series. Ah, okay. Like exclusively based off of the looks that the looks and the characters. They came that. out with them, but uh, they're not great. Oh, they did? Like little Wait, mini figurines in? that just kind of like stand there. Oh, oh. like PVC style? Yeah. 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 They might have mild, like very minimal movement, but uh, okay. really wasn't that much. You know, it's crazy. No one ever talks about this. This is completely off topic. I'm going to bring it right back. Um, Indiana Jones. I know no one liked that last movie. I know no one liked it. I get it. No arguments here. But that had a pretty good toy of line. Of course. It was not a bad toy They line. did all three films in that toy line. I'm All yeah. four films, excuse yeah. me. That's great. I love that toy line. It was really, really, really good. And you can get it cheap. Um, Today, you can get a lot of aftermarket stuff cheap. Even that playset, that Crystal Skull playset was pretty nice, man. I don't know. They, with the, uh, yeah, with the uh, what, Mayan Warriors or what, what, what were they? I don't remember. It was it was crazy. They nailed the Indiana Jones toy set, but completely destroyed the Pirates of the Caribbean. Toy yes. Set. I mean, how? How did you? What? It's just what? Yeah. I didn't. It, understand. The Spin Masters, right? What they it was Spin Masters. Yeah. Because they didn't yeah. make the they didn't make um they didn't make them one uh, eighteenth. They made them smaller. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. I I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I would love to sit in the boardroom. When they're discussing this, and just go, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. No one will like that. No one will play with that. Um, but um, I like your pick, JD. I, I just looked Rygar's at the money in the bank, man. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that's wow. I would actually like JD to uh to spearhead a um a movie about that. Like, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> that'd be pretty dope. That's a deep cut, bro. I don't think many people know about that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. yeah. Um. And that's why so it will never sell. <laughs> but no, if you do a really good movie or a really good series, yeah. it'll sell. It'll sell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a deep cut if I've ever seen one for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Pete, what you going with, man? All right, first of all, Jay, Rygar, epic pick, man. That was one of the first <laughs> games I ever saw on Nintendo. Uh, my friend. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I never beat it. So I, I Me neither. I had to watch the shit on YouTube, honestly. And I'm going to go with one that I also never beat. I would love to see just, I don't need all the monsters and everything. I just want the kid and in his little stealth suit and the friggin' tank. Give me Blaster Master. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Goes in the tank and the tank is big and square and boxy. Yeah. And awesome. Nice. I, I love that game. So good. So and a hard damn game too. Like that that was one of the first like open world ones besides Rygar was too. And you just did not know anywhere where you were supposed to go. No, yeah. I still the fucking yeah. one. I, I'm looking here because they actually um you can actually play it on Nintendo Switch. So I might I might try it out. Tough um, fun though. But I will say 
in like the eighties and the nineties, they were they were always known for giving you a dope cover, right? Like a dope yeah. cover, mm-hmm. but you couldn't play with any of those actual people in the physical <laughs> game, and it would forever piss me off. Like I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, oh, these characters look super dope. Let me see what the game looks like. It's just like a vehicle. I'm like, don't show me people. Just show me vehicles. There. There's a little guy that comes out of there. Little little dude. He does door and then the whole game. Which was, which was the cover of the game that was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone? Iron Sword. Oh no, that's Contra. I'm sorry. Contra. There we go. Iron Sword was Fabio with the Conan sword. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I got I got one more franchise, two more games to, to finalize this. Yeah. I know everybody, they hear Final Fantasy, they think Final Fantasy VII or yeah. one of the later ones. I hear nine is really popular. I never played. I like nine. Uh, I heard that was the last one that was like really uh, monsters and dragons and really old school fantasy. So that's no. probably the last one I would like. But, yo, know, my favorites on that line were Final Fantasy two slash four and Damn. three slash six. And That's I would the- love to get figures from those games. See, I don't remember those. Three, I don't, six, I've six, never played the games. They're amazing games. The characters are just really fleshed out for especially Final Fantasy VI. That you've got, I think, 14 characters and everybody's got a backstory. It's incredible. <laughs> There's a lot of in that game, you know. Yeah, nice. I, I missed the boat on Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts when it was really big. If, like, I missed the my boat. favorite guy yeah. in Final Fantasy 2 slash 4, and you can look him up, Juwan, Kane the Dragoon. And when you see this guy, he's got a big-ass spear, this awesome blue armor, looks like a dragon. He's dope looking. Yeah, he's my guy. My guy in 6 was um, Sab- Sabin, I think his name was. The wrestler. Yeah. He, was, yeah, he was a fighter. He could do it like a fucking command man. Yeah. He was cool. Like I like that. I like that game. It was awesome. Uh, they should. I would love a re-release of that. And uh, Jay, there's a Snake Eyes character in there. He's a ninja named Shadow, and he brings his Doberman. That's with, right. Really? Yeah. He's cool too. Oh, I'm all over it. Um, I'm just yeah, gonna watch no, it on I mean, YouTube. Yeah, let's do me, that. <laughs> to me, I always viewed Final Fantasy like I view Dragon Ball Z, to where I'm like, it's you could easily make a movie out of it. But it's so easy to get everything wrong. Like it's so easy to get the very important things wrong. What they did with uh, the spirits within wasn't based on anything. Oh hell! Oh, I saw that in the theater. That oh, was so gosh. bad. So did I. You saw that so in the theater. Beautiful. I saw Evolution so in theaters. I saw yeah. Evolution in theaters. Don't fuck with Evolution. I own the DVD <laughs> of Evolution. Oh, I like oh, Evolution. Oh. Orlando, Orlando Jones has one of the best lines. In the history of movies, movies, yeah. In that flick, that is one of my default lines. When he goes down into the cave and he sees they're in like the third or fourth generation, and it's just this big booty thing on legs, and he just says, That's the kind of chunk space you want on a woman. That's <laughs> my fucking line. What <laughs> Or was oh, it a woman? Yeah. Or on a that's the kind of chunk space you want a late model car. I think that's <laughs> what it was. That is a fucking oh. great fucking movie, dude. No, like, I can't, how I can't do you not that. like evolution? I can't give you that. No way. Ivan Reitman. Wow. It's a spiritual successor to Ghostbusters. 
It had it had those feelings. Yes, <laughs> I had those feelings. <laughs> oh, yes, Lord. Um, yeah. Oh my God, I love that, dude. Before I um before I get into one that um has made numerous toy lines, but they've not been great. Um, I think you might say this game, Joel. So I'll let you go first before I say it. What uh <laughs> what video game franchise would you like to see developed into figures? I mean, a lot of the ones, and maybe not figures, but because a lot of them are just statues that I, I really enjoy like, looking at. Um, but I, I like a lot of the games I play usually come out with like some type of not a toy, but like a, like a statue, you know, like The Last of Us or or God of War, like you were talking about, or um, uh, Uncharted, or uh, can't think of others. But there's there's plenty of others. Like the, a lot of the games I played growing up have that like there's plenty of legend of zelda toy stats so you just you had toys of legend of zelda you know what i mean yeah i love i love all that but one i've never seen that i'd like to be seen and i, I grew up playing it and i loved all the games was shinobi like i love shinobi okay. shinobi 3 was awesome uh there's no toys that ever anywhere and i, I would love a shinobi because i loved his design in, on, on the screen and in the game and like mm-hmm. the first Shinobi, if you play the first Shinobi, you could actually play and fight Spider-Man and Batman legally. <laughs> like, yeah. They don't say that's them. They don't say it's them, but they look just like Spider-Man and Batman. It's hysterical. In the oh, first wow. in the first Shinobi game. All right. So what I was gonna say, this is one of the ones I was gonna say, because it, it's it's a deep cut for sure. Um, I would like some figures and don't laugh. I would like some figures for altered beasts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking about that. <laughs> Good ball. <laughs> I'm thinking about that, yeah. I, I like that. That game was. I remember having nightmares playing that game. Like I was playing with my cousin. He had it. I was just like, I know you could do that in the video game. And he's like, Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't think I can sleep tonight. <laughs> like, that's that's some pretty sick shit, man. I I, I don't know if I can nice. sleep. With that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a quick game though. That was an easy game. That was a great game. Yeah, very quick. <laughs> Now that you bring up with Ultra Beast, I would love a set like like figures of the Bloody War characters. I don't know if you ever played Bloody War. It's a fighting game where they can turn into animals, and like mounts like like they're kind of they're called zone zone types or whatever. Point is, they can turn into like like this guy can turn into like almost a werewolf, and there's like a were tiger, and there's a were whole bunch of animal like. But I know I think there might be some toys about it, but like I love Bloody War. I would love some new figures on Bloody War or bring the fucking game back. That shit was awesome. (laughs) They do need to start bringing more games back for sure. I got one for Pete. All right, Uh, because I know Pete is a big fan of the eight bit genre, right? Especially on on covers of books. But what if there was a whole eight bit set of Excite Bike, Pete? Right, and then you had the different. (laughs) pyramids and speed bumps so you could build your own almost uh, like a racetrack like, like they got those lego sets where you build like yeah. a mario level Dude. at this point yes but they all they all have that 8-bit look to them you know what i mean it's not it's not nice and smoothed out excite bike my god right either that or remote control cars of twisted metal rc program twisted metal is gonna make a comeback we'll be definitely getting some figures so so the Twisted Metal makes a comeback. Are you guys like? Is there hope for what was the game? Was it was it Newspaper Boy? Paper Boy. Paper Boy. Paper Boy. Wait, when I tell you, Pete, I started to write a script for the idea of Ryan Reynolds to be Paper Boy. 
And for him to completely make a comedy out of that, I swear I wanted to make that so bad. But I have no idea how I could make that even remotely compelling <laughs> for consumers that or make sense anymore. <laughs> yeah. but you know, it's crazy because there's two games that it's probably impossible to make movies out of. But I swear if you did them right, it would be so much fun. It's Paperboy and Crazy Taxi. I would love to see Crazy Taxi implemented into a movie. I love I don't know how that work. <laughs> yeah, I, I only played that in the arcade. I never played it on a console. Crazy you never Taxi. played Crazy Taxi on a console? No. no oh, man. That was my go-to on Dreamcast. That's all I yeah. I think I like, my friends are like, I'm playing, I'm playing 2K. I'm like, okay, I'm playing Crazy Taxi. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like the Dreamcast a lot. I miss my Dreamcast. Oh, thank you, JD. Not many people share that sentiment. <laughs> did you ever play the Spawn game on Dreamcast? I didn't know there was a goddamn Spawn game on Dreamcast. Are you fucking kidding me? Done by Capcom. And you can fight almost anyone in the Spawn Pantheon up to that point. You could do four players on one screen like GoldenEye. Um, you had his own story mode. And then um, when he fought, when it was versus battle. All right, so... Street Fighter, because uh, it was Capcom, it wasn't the, the flat panel, the side-scrolling panel. It would, the camera would rotate. So you'd have above them in fights and, or like when they would break through walls, they would switch on the other side and had that nice beefy muscular Capcom look to it. Beautiful spawn game, dude. I'm going to yell at my dad because he bought me my Dreamcast and he's <sighs> a huge spawn fan. Never told me about it. Dude, that spawn game on eBay goes for like a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. Worth it. If I can go get me a Dreamcast tomorrow, it'd be yeah. worth it. It would be so worth it. Uh, because I never played it. To me, I spent all oh. my time on um Sonic Adventures, uh Crazy okay. Taxi, Time Cop. Um, okay. that people sleep on. I fucking love Time Cop. Um, and what else? There's one more game. It was like a, a, a fighting game. Oh, something quest or something like that. God damn, I can't remember. Oh, power quest, power, power something. You're on, you're on the right. You're on the right track, Joel. I feel like we're right here. With power it. Stone. Power Stone. That's the game. Okay. Those are my go-to's for Dreamcast. Those are my go-to's. And I remember the day someone was like, "Hey, you know they make memory cards, right?" I'm like, yeah. "What?" Yeah. <laughs> You mean I don't have to stay up for seven days straight trying to beat this one game? They're like, no, they make memory cards. I'm like, send me to a store. Dreamcast money, dude. Really underrated. Very. And you know what, JD? I was telling Joel this because Joel always asked me why I made the, the jump to Xbox, right? Because I had a PlayStation. I had a PlayStation 2. I just like the comfortability of the Dreamcast controller. And, you know, the only thing close to that was Xbox. PlayStation to me was too small. So I'm mm. like, I like the size of that. And then at the time, they had some games that I enjoyed. You know, it wasn't until really that PlayStation 2 or 3, really, where it was just like, hey, all the exclusives ever made in the world belong to PlayStation. It was just like, well. <laughs> How it started, <laughs> yeah, to be fair. PlayStation had a lot of exclusives to start. No, yeah, but no I never had like, an Xbox ever. Never, never played either. it. You only had PlayStation? JD? Yeah, yeah. I went, uh, I did um, the Nintendo Genesis. Um, Me too. 
then I had uh, the Sega Saturn. Wow. Um, the Sega, the Dreamcast, uh, Nintendo 64, GameCube, uh, Wii, and then yeah, all the all the PlayStations up to four. Yeah. So I had, all right, so let's go through this. I had Super Nintendo, I had Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. I had uh, Nintendo 64, I had Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, Xbox, Xbox 360, don't judge, PSP. Um, <laughs> I had the PSP for a while. Uh, just ahead of its time, if it came out now, it'd be perfect. Um, At arm's length. Yeah, right? <laughs> Pete, let me just say this. All the crap that PSP got came after the fact. The no one was giving it shit when it was out. Like when it was Wait, out, it was I, no one was giving it. And then the Vita, I enjoyed because Uncharted came out for that. Uh, I enjoyed that. Madden came out for that. I'm like, okay, I see where you guys are going. And then after those titles, and then Sly Cooper also, I played on that. PlayStation legit was just like, we ran out of ideas. And it was just like, yeah. how? How? Well, just give good. me everything you did on your PlayStation 3. And it was like, no, we ran out of ideas. And it was just like, all right, well, no, I don't want this anymore. <laughs> like, here, take that. Um, but what's crazy is, Pete, I actually have in my drawer, Sin City. Mm-hmm. I bought the DVD for the PSP. <laughs> and I would oh, watch wow. that religiously. Yeah. Yeah. I still have that in my drawer. Um, but all right. So, JD, you gave your systems. Pete, what were oh, you? Oh, no, no. I, I didn't know we were doing systems. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I, you, go want ahead. Me to, yeah. you want me to start with Atari? I'll start all with the way Atari. Back. All the way back. <laughs> you know, go all the way back. You got uh, Coleco Vision? Atari. You got Coleco Vision? Um, <laughs> no. In television, no. Uh, my cousin had TurboGrafx-16, and dude, it was just the chip. I don't know if you guys knew that. You know, remember how Nintendo was the whole case and then the chip underneath? Yeah. Um, it was just the chip, dude. It was so fragile. It was like, oh, my God. Um, but no, not that. Uh, not the Coleco. Um, Coleco vision, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Well, wait, yeah, so baby, let's, talk- let's do this. Let's do this to make this a little bit more interesting. Everyone's going to name the systems that they had, and you have to pick one that if you could play forever, the one system, all the games that come with it, but only one system you can take out of that group. Oh, easily. Nintendo 64. Oh, wow. Bang. Yep. Uh, The Mario Kart on Nintendo 64 was freaking awesome. You you had the regular versions, and then you had the reverse versions, Mm -hmm. and then you had the secret board. Dude, we used to gamble here. We used to drink and gamble with <laughs> Mario Kart. So that's that's one of the reasons I love that. I made so much money on Mario Kart. Jay, and then, I've, I, have you ever played... We never gambled, but we would have drinking contests and fucking playing Mario Kart. Did you ever play Don't Drink and Drive? No. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a game, like, I swear to God, I have the Nintendo 64 hooked up right there. Mario Kart is in it. And uh-huh. I got my full controller. As soon as this COVID bullshit's over, we're having a party right here. <laughs> oh, man, it's on, brother. Don't drink and drive. And the game is, you, you have a full drink, whatever you're drinking, whether it's a glass of whiskey or uh-huh. a, 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 you know, pint of beer or whatever, yeah. you have to finish that drink before you finish the race. Wow. But you can't drink and drive. So you have to you have pull to... the fuck over and, oh and that is do this great. at your leisure. You can oh. 
guzzle it all immediately. <laughs> you can run the race and get right to the edge and guzzle it. You can pull yeah. over periodically and take sips. However you want to do it. But you but can't you cross that finish anger. line. Your drink has to be oh, done. Oh, it's fucking on. It's hey, fucking dude. on, dude. I I'm don't dead. drink. I don't drink, but I would drink just to do that. I would do it. Sure drink. I mean, it'll be lightweight. It'll be great. I'll challenge anybody to fucking finish Rainbow Board <laughs> with some drinks in the system and stay on the track. No way it's going to happen. No way it's going to happen, dude. Rainbow Um, And then they had a... Those the WCW games and then those early WWF games from the '64. No mercy were freaking awesome. No mercy was my go-to. They were fun. Awesome, but I that WCW game was, listen, that shit was on freaking point, dude, on point. So just for those games alone, I I'd, I'd want that Nintendo '64 back. By the way, I, JD, I find it utterly disrespectful. That you didn't find a way to throw Goldeneye in there. Uh, I never played it. What? <laughs> I suck at it. Yeah. Yeah, I suck at it too. Yeah. But I'm yeah. awful at those first person shooters. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm not going to first person shooter at all. <laughs> like, did you sign off? You got so <laughs> I got that upset. I got that upset. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know what I always loved about playing Goldeneye with people? I never wanted to play with people that were like just super amazing at it. I like playing with people that aren't that good. I'm not that good, but it, the game is so much fun. Trying to be the first one to make it to the Golden Gun. Trying to be the first one to make it to the bazooka. I used to always hide out in the air vent in the bathroom. Like, that's where you'll always yeah, find Joanne. Um, See, that's why, that's why that, that um, Mario Kart and 64 was so great. Because the, the playing field was even for everybody. You could be the shittiest person. Playing this game for the first time, you know that dude is going to get the blue shell every race, mm-hmm. and he's going to destroy everyone who's in front of him. <laughs> yeah, lightning you know bolt crazy? after lightning bolt. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's crazy. Mm. I played Mario Kart majority of my childhood, and not once did anybody ever use Mario. I did. I always loved them. I never played with anybody that used Mario. We would always fight over who would use Peach. Um, and then you know, Yoshi, like really? Luigi, no one ever Toad. used Mario. Toad was it. Thing. The uh-huh. only other Mario Kart game that I think that was better after that was the Mario Kart that was on the Wii. I never played Double, it. Double Dash, Double Dash, dude. Same thing, flip boards, but you were able because I it was online, you were able to rank yourself against everyone in the world. Yeah. Dude, I was like, <laughs> it's all over that. Um, oh, it's all over that game. So you go. Oh, you had motorcycles 60. on that one too, dude. You know, yeah. yeah. So that was cool. You're going Nintendo 64. 100%. I, I, I want to agree with you on Nintendo 64. My only caveat is, if Nintendo Switch would do more, um, like rem- remasters, like if it, it would remaster more uh, old Sega games. Uh, our old, yeah, old Sega games, or even old Nintendo 64 games. Um, I, the Switch, because to me, there's there's nothing I love more than my Switch. Um, like, it's why I haven't bought another console, like any of the newer consoles, because I just, I spent all my time on my Switch. Mm. Um, but that Nintendo 64, No Mercy, Mario 64, Mario Kart, GoldenEye. 
That's tough. Three solid wrestling games of uh, THQ on that. Yeah. yeah, that's what, man, when they left THQ, I was just like, mm-hmm. why? <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Special uh, power with the head stick. It yeah. Was on. Um, <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm going to just do it. I'm going to go switch. I'm going to go switch. Um, I, I think I think I'm thinking more in the right now rather than overall. I'm gonna go my switch. I, I I would hold on to my switch. That'd be my one console that I would keep with me. Um, damn, I know I'm gonna regret that as soon as we log off tonight. Um, <laughs> Pete, what um what console are you going with? And what what consoles did you have growing up? I I started with an Atari 2600. I got my Nintendo, Super Nintendo, uh, friend gave me Genesis and uh, a Sega CD, which was really cool. Sega CD. (laughs) I was a big RPG guy. Like, I loved Final Fantasy, Zelda. Um, Genesis had some really great ones, like Shining Force on a Sega CD was Lunar the Silver Star, which, my God, you'll be hard-pressed to find me playing a better RPG than that one. That was such a fun game. Uh, Did you ever play Ogre Battle? On the Genesis, on the uh, first PlayStation. Yes, I have. Uh, that was a uh, that was one of those army builder ones. If I'm yeah, not yeah, the great art. I I I like that. Yeah, it was a fun game. Uh, I had a Sega Saturn. I had a that was the best for two um, D fighting games and things like Street PlayStation was more focused on the three D graphics. Saturn really focused on the cell animation. So Street Fighter. And those kind of games were superior on that system, and they made a they made a lunar redo before it went over to the PlayStation. That was awesome. Oh, maybe that was oh that was Saturn, and there was a, a Dragon Force that there was another army building game, full on animation. It was such a beautiful game, and then you know I, I had my I, I didn't go past the Dreamcast, and then I went to PlayStation up to. Four. I have a five right now. It's not even hooked up. I'm probably just going to turn around and sell it because. <gasps> I'll buy. It. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had one system to keep forever and ever, uh, I think I'm going to go Super Nintendo. Much as I love Mario Kart, and that was hours and hours of playtime. Uh, I'm usually by myself anyway, especially these days. So I want my RPGs. I want my Final Fantasy, Secret of Mana, Breath of Fire. So Secret then, of Mana. I remember that. Dude. Chrono Wait. Trigger, man. Chrono Trigger. I got all 12 endings on Chrono Trigger. Chrono it, Trigger. Wow. Such is, a fun game. I never Legend, finished that one. Which one? Legend of, Legend of the Dragoon, I think it's called. Uh, it's familiar. Is that a PlayStation yeah. one? No, that's Panzer Dragoon. That's yeah, PlayStation. Legend of Dragoon sounds vaguely familiar. I gotta see it. Yeah, they're all different colors, different elements, and, the, and the, when you would attack, you you know, it was like, it was weird. Like you'd have to time it, like with like your button mash, like with a big this square. And I don't know, it's weird. Really cool game though, <laughs> and you can upgrade the armor. It was. Was pretty Duck dope. Hunt on Super Nintendo? Duck Hunt was an NES. NES. Okay. I probably would have played that based on the name alone because, like I said before, when we were talking about the video game, the, the RPG. Toys, my favorite character in Final Fantasy Four was a dragoon, so I would have been attracted to that mm. based on name alone. On and name alone, familiar. I think I played it. Yeah, check it out. It's pretty. I mean, if you get a refreshing memory, but it's, I, I love that game uh, growing up. For sure. Well, 
what systems did you grow up with and what system would you want to take out of those to hold on to forever? Well, that last question is very difficult. Um, but I had, I had an Atari. Um, it wasn't mine because I was like, it was already in the house at some point when I was young. <laughs> uh, so my first real system, which was like, when I got my, like, I actually was mine. Like this was mine was the NES. And my first game was Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> so that was my first time playing video games, really playing. But I did play some Donkey Kong and some racing game because that's all I had for the fucking Atari. But I didn't really give a shit. And it was all black and white. Oh, uh, position, baby. Yep. <laughs> so then I had the NES and I, I lived with that for a long time. Uh, but I literally went from NES to Sega Genesis. I didn't jump to Super Nintendo or N64. I played those. Honestly, I played them at my cousin's house, my friend's house, or later on on the computer with the emulator. But, um, Really, I had to take a Genesis and, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was actually my first Sega game. And then I went from there. From Sega, I went to, and I jumped again. I jumped all the way to PlayStation. Uh, from Sega to PlayStation. I didn't have an N64. I never Super Nintendo. I had a Game Boy Color. That was the only Game Boy I had. No one was buying me shit. A lot of times, I had to buy my own system. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Me too, yeah. Yep. And then when it broke, that's the only time they'd buy it. Because at the time, it was cheaper, obviously, later on. So she bought me, my mom bought me my second PlayStation. <laughs> um but that, then for playstation after that i was just gung-ho I, I was i was going forward playstation playstation 2 playstation 3 and obviously playstation 4 so those are all the systems i had now i did teeter in high school because high school was when, when i was in high school when xbox was coming out i was debating on should i go to xbox but i just like the, the the x and the color scheme was pretty cool so i was like ps2 or xbox ps2 or xbox um but i just i eventually graduated to a ps2 because it was backwards compatible at the time so i'm like i don't have to give away that i have games already for it you know what i mean i don't have to get new ones so that's what i did i ended up doing that in ps2 and i don't look back like i don't regret it playstation is king uh and now i have a switch uh so i have the, the playstation 4 and i have the nintendo switch and i eventually will get a ps5 sometime maybe this year we'll see what happens but yeah i love the switch and i love my ps4 so yeah, I, I do have to say, I was going down memory lane the other day, and I was thinking, like, I would love a remastered version of that Mega Man for PlayStation 1, and then that Spider-Man for PlayStation 1, the one with Electro. Yeah. Uh, well, there, was two, there was two for PlayStation 1. There's the one with the, the Monster Ock, who had Carnage and Doc Ock. That was the yeah, final. Not that one. What's the one with, with Electro? Enter Electro. That's the second one. Enter okay. Electro. Yeah, the second one. But that Mega Man game... Which that one? was a. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Wait, wait, wait. No, JD. Was there a Mega Man, an open world Mega Man game for Dreamcast? Open world. Not that the I can Mega remember. Mega Man game I'm talking no. about was was somewhat open world. Hold on. Well, the Helmet Legend. What'd you say, Joel? Mega Man Legends, the one with the with the 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 wearing helmet. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold I call on. it. I call. I don't call that Mega Man. I call that whatever the fuck that was. Um, hold on. Let me try to look this up. Let me try because I know I'm not going. I mean, I could be going crazy. Let me clarify. Most uh, of my uh, Mega Man was uh, Nintendo or um, PlayStation. Honestly, they, later on when they came up with. Uh, yes, you said Mega Man Legends. Yes, that's exactly what it was, Joel. Yes, Mega Man Legends. Yep. Yeah, I was not yep. a fan of. It. I love that game. Sorry. Loved every ounce of that game. Loved that game and that Spider-Man game for that PlayStation 1. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so 
that's I, I just going down memory lane for that. But um, all right, last thing I want us to attack here before we get out of here. Last thing, one thing, just one thing you are looking forward to from the series finale of WandaVision. Uh, Pete, I'll start off with you. A worthwhile cameo. <laughs> y'all got I mean, it. Y'all gonna have to let that go, man. It was a really good chance Paul Bettany was fucking around. <laughs> better not be. I'll be so pissed. <laughs> he will get a strongly worded letter from me. <laughs> oh my God. Please, sir. <laughs> let me tell you what about Paul Bettany upsets me. I just saw an interview today where the guy asked him about Mephisto, right? And he uh-huh. goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I can't speak on that. I wouldn't want to get fired. And I'm like, he could have said no. He could have said, I don't know. That sounds like a guy that knows, but mm-hmm. can't confirm it, right? So now I'm just like, all right, hold on. Hold on, <laughs> because I already want Mephisto. Is, is he kind of guaranteeing it right there? So I'm like, if I don't get Mephisto and there's no big cameo, Paul Bettany gonna have to get these hands. That's that's for damn sure. Something's damn sure. something's up, man. I need, I need, I don't care even who it is. It just better not be Doctor Strange. That does not count for only, me. Only, only, yeah. Right. Yo, I'm telling you right now, Pete's gonna get to the end of the episode. He's gonna go, all right, someone's coming. In comes Doctor Strange. You're like. What? Well, <laughs> I was scrolling, I'm still sitting there like, nah, somebody coming. Now. Uh, He's going to be like, someone's coming. Hold on, another portal's opening up. You just see Wong walk out, and you're like, all right, come on, y'all. <laughs> like, Come on now. I would um, even accept. I heard, an, I heard an interesting rumor today that maybe it's Dick Van Dyke himself. Oh, my okay, God. Fine. I don't care that he's a great actor. Fucking and tell you a, what, bring him on. Give, okay. give me and Pete best of both worlds. Have it be Dick Van Dyke as Mephisto. <laughs> Dick Van Dyke is just so interesting, right? Come on, no one would turn that down, not a soul. Um, but yeah, Pete, the more and more I get closer to 3 a.m. Friday morning, the more I'm like, my heart's gonna be broken in in one way or another, and I'm, I'm just preparing myself for it. Yes. I gotta wake up tomorrow because I gotta I got roped into helping my cousin move. I, I don't know how I got roped into this. So I'm gonna be up at like fucking seven o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna be mainlining like caffeine, just putting it in my veins. Like I'm going I'm not <laughs> sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I'm staying awake for this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta wait till the missus finishes work on Friday about five o'clock to watch it so <laughs> oh yeah I, I shut down Pino's in the group i don't answer anybody at all on friday i can't, <laughs> I, can't. I don't blame you you know um i can't all right so i'm expecting uh the one thing i'm expecting i'm hoping for is a full complete one hour episode you said the last three episodes were going to be an hour each they haven't been no last week was like 48 minutes the yeah. week before that I was 37 something. Give me a full give me a full hour. Other than that, I don't care. Just entertain me. Yeah, really? I mean, look, <laughs> I, I, I get you, JD, but that sounds like someone that didn't necessarily have any kind of expectations for the show. So you just want to be, you know, thoroughly entertained. I, I respect- yeah, I'm not expecting anything anymore from any of them. I'm not. I'm not. I, I want to enjoy it. You know, um, my brain is fried. I went over this with, with Pete's crew. Uh, I'm tired of just trying to figure out all these fucking theories that are not going to bear fruition. 
um, anywhere at all. I, I come up with some pretty in-depth ones. You know, I guess it's the writer in me. Uh, <laughs> and I'm exploring every fucking angle. And I'm just like, you know what? Why? We just you watch know, the show. You know what's super tiring about exhausting theories is I read an interview from the showrunner about the everyone thinking Reed Richards was the, the friend Monica was going to run yeah. into. And he was just like, never even thought about that. He was like, that's pretty dope, though. And it's like, why, though? Why did you build <laughs> that up like that then? Like, you could have just said, I have a friend that uh, I knew from my days uh, early in S.W.O.R.D. that uh, can design, th- you know, just something that people can't begin to try to theorize on who that person could be. But to yeah. me, this show purposely leaves little trinkets for us to pick up and go, ooh, right. and then they're just like, oh, no, no, that's nothing. That's, 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 that's. They're, they're, they're Alfred hitchcock you know? They're yeah. leaving it as ambiguous as possible and letting our own brains fill in whatever gaps. And what does that do for them? It just gives them uh, um, a hell of a lot more word of mouth because all of us are going to bring up token points on the different scenarios, theories, whatever that could be passing up, uh, popping up and just, you know, uh, popularizing the series. Yeah. Doing the press for it. Yeah. Yeah. Joel, uh, as someone that I know does not put much expectations, not expectations, much uh, theory into things. (laughs) What is one thing you are looking forward to coming out of this finale? No, I'm with JD at this point. Like, uh, I just give me a good explanation and I'll be all right. Mostly. Yeah. Uh, Give me I just want to enjoy my time, the last hour that they're going to give us. I know they're going to shock us with some shit. I don't want to guess anymore. <laughs> like, I'm over it. Well, we're here at this point, so it's like, it's just like a, what, yeah. AOA now, so we're yeah. here. Yeah, it was fun in the beginning. I'm just tired right now. I just, I just give me a good explanation for everything you're going to do. So, and then, like, I can't, like, some people are obviously going to be very disappointed, and I, I'm just tired of their fucking theories at this point. So, so I don't have to see their fucking theories anymore. I'll be happy. Right. Yeah. I To me, sense. to me, there's, like I said, I always, Joel, me and you very much so, when this was first announced that they were doing a Wanda and Vision show, we were just kind of like, what? Um, but the closer we got to the details of the show, it was just like, oh, I know what comics you're pulling from. I'm interested now, right? So to me, I always viewed this show as just being a bridge, right? So I never really had expectations for this show because I know it was just bridging a gap. It was what's supposed to lead us into Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Right. So to me, it was just like, I don't really have any expectations on it. Just, you know, like JD would say, just be entertaining. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I saw that first episode where I saw Agnes and I was just like, Agnes? Why does that sound familiar? It's like, Oh shit, Agatha Harkness, Mephisto, the storyline, like everything just started clicking. And that was the moment my brain said, I need Mephisto. <laughs> like, like I just, I, I need it. And I don't think that's asking for a lot. So to me, coming out of this finale, I will be greatly disappointed if there's no Mephisto. The explanation for why there's no Mephisto won't, won't warrant me forgiving them for not having him. Um, so to me, I know it's going to be entertaining. I know it's going to be good. Feige hasn't let me down, you know, before. So I have no reason to believe it won't be good. It's just, I need you to be accurate 
And that's the difference. I don't mind you entertaining me. Sure, that's what I'm here for. But I do like the accuracy. And the accuracy of these three stories is Mephisto. So to me, that's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Like, Pete, no no, no shade, but I, if I don't get that cameo, I can live with that as long as I get Mephisto. I can just hang my hat on that. Not a problem. You know what? I'll take it. Let's go. You know, let's move forward. I, I, I can just live with that. But there's no Mephisto. Like I said, I ain't doing that show Saturday. <laughs> I, just, I can't conjure up enough goodwill to come on here and smile and, and, and still host that show. I'll be gone so Falcon and Winter Soldier starts up. Um, and I already got crazy expectations on that. When I saw that uh, city they were in, that's uh, what is it, Joe? Madripoor, right? Mm-hmm. I was just like, Madripoor, Wolverine. Yeah. What? Like, <laughs> like what? Don't even start. Don't even friggin' start. Patience, <laughs> there, Joanne. Relax. Right? I told or, you. Well, what else? You got right. Tiger, Tiger, also the female uh, mob uh, boss. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But to me, I said all I needed was just you know some wordplay, you know, like someone talk conversation about someone with claws running through here. That's all I need. That's it. That's it. Just a little taste. That's it. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking forward to in WandaVision. Apparently, uh, Cannon just told me Elizabeth Olsen is on Jimmy Fallon right now, so he's probably trying to pry some stuff out of her about this uh, this last episode. Um, but to me, just give me Mephisto, man. I don't ask for much. That's it. That's it. Make a good Batman movie and give me Mephisto. Simple guy. Simple um, <laughs> <The poor> guy. <laughs> This has been another episode of Figure It Out. By the way, I want to give a huge shout out to Dakota, our uh, GVN's exclusive artist who made this logo here you guys can see. Very cool. For Figure It Out. Um, I will be displaying it a lot better so you guys can kind of see it wider. We got Batman, Iron Man. We got Pete, I thought of you. He was like, who else would you like me to put? I'm like, Snake Eyes. Like, now, do it. (laughs) So he got you. Snake Eyes there. Um, so huge shouts out to Dakota for that. Uh, also, I want to give a huge shout out to Michelle, who actually made me this shirt. Promise her I would wear it on the episode. Give her a nice. shout out. Um, we do have our GVN shop up. Uh, so make sure you guys check it out. Buy hats, hoodies, whatever you want. Uh, masks. We also have masks on there. Um, JD, Pete, Joel, I want to thank you guys so much for joining me for an all new episode of Figure It Out. Um, hopefully... Hopefully, I'm happy enough to want to do another episode next week. <laughs> we'll see. I'd hate to have to take a full week off of podcasting. Um, but uh, I wish you guys uh, a great weekend. Um, I will speak to you guys as soon as you delete that video out of the crew chat. Go <laughs> watch it. Let me know that you watched it, and then I'll get rid of it. Yes, I will not speak to you guys in that group chat, so that is deleted. <laughs> it's not that bad, John. Just check it out. No, thank you. Nope, not at all. If I even see it by accident, I'll leave that chat. I'll, I'll leave that chat. I'll just, I'll just say this. The mouse that it ate, it was the same size as the head that came out, so. It's like it, that's just. It doesn't help me, Joel. I don't want to hear any of that. Shit. At this point, you've already. At this point, they gave, they spoiled it for you. Might as well see it, right? No, no, thank you, no, thank you. I'm trying to block my mind from trying to visualize the words he's saying. So no, I don't. I don't need the visualization of it. Um, but we will see you guys same time, same place next week. Till then, 
Peace. Peace, everybody. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.